Hartford from the BiffNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck, hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat, starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty dickheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you, guys, for being here. Today is Thursday, April 14, 2022. And this is episode number 400. I'm sorry. 400. We don't say 100 around here. 461. Uh, welcome to the program. Thank you guys for being here. This is Barry on deck. We already got a shoe check in. I dig it. Uh, thank you for the raid. Raid. I like when you raid uh, odd takes because they have the raid and they have like roach spray. It's pretty cool. Uh, but hey, welcome to the program. Thank you for the odd squad for the raid. Thank you to Aaron Raybold and Jerry Bow. Always killing it on the stream. If you're here, do me a solid. Uh, refresh your screen or click that link that Potch Gaming put in. You'll see that it's a link to the show. What that does is that helps out with the algorithm on Twitch because we're all trying to make Twitch partner. And to do that, you have to average 75 viewers of a show over 30 days. So they don't count when you come in on a raid. You have to have been here on your own, they say. They say. So, yeah, it helps. I But I, I love the raids, and I appreciate the raids, and I thank you all for being here. But, yeah, if you either hit refresh on your screen or you click that little linky link when uh, Potch put in uh, uh, exclamation mark raid, you'll see it there, and I appreciate that. Thank you, Aggie Milkman. Uh, welcome to the show. Shout out Odd Takes. Hey, shout out Deckheads. Let's go. Uh, busy day today. Good news, bad news. I don't know why I did a Trump hand. Good news, bad news. I have some of the best news of all the news. What's up, Stephen Luther? Uh, good news, bad news today. So today is Thursday. It is normally a three-hour Thursday. There's the bad news. I have to be in Vider, Texas for a show tonight by 7.30, I guess. Uh, so, um, well, wow. Look at that. I'm hopping off uh, raid train for the algorithm. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So I've got to be in seven. I got to be in Viter, Texas, which is like a two hour drive from here uh, for by 730. And I've got other shit I got to do. So uh, there will not be a, a third hour today for three hour Thursday. However, uh, what we'll do is we'll just do a little overtime. We'll go to like 430 on the stream. So we'll instead of doing a two hour show from two to four, we'll rock this bad boy to about 430. And uh and then we'll get out of here. So that's that's the best I can do. I'll make it up to you for a 30-minute uh, overtime on the stream itself. Now, I'm sorry, CC. The last couple of th third hours have been kind of weird. So it's probably good, I guess. I don't know. Uh, other good news. Other good news. Today is the first day of my new guest joining me. To talk baseball every week, Apollo Dez. Dez from Apollo Media. Dez from Apollo Media going to be here at 315 
to talk about uh, all things baseball. Astros, we're going to talk uh, the Clayton Kershaw getting pulled uh, from the game in the middle of a perfect game. We'll talk about that, and we'll get his season predictions. I've already given you mine. Uh, we'll get his season predictions, so there you go. What does it say? Uh, oh, hell no. Uh, no hour three. Fuck the algorithm. I'm leaving. Well, okay. You already counted, truck driver Pookie. That's right, Potch. Tell him. Uh, let's get to the chat. If you're new to the program, welcome to the program. Uh, my name is Barry Laminak. I am a uh, former uh, ESPN radio host here in Houston, Texas. Spent seven years on air at ESPN Radio in Houston. I've uh, been doing uh, live streaming sports and entertainment talk for about two years now, close to it. Uh, we'll start it on YouTube now on Twitch. I'm a traveling, uh, nationally touring stand-up comedian. And I host Houston Sports Show on CW39 every Saturday, 10 p.m., right here in the great city of Houston. So uh, that's me. Thank you for the follows to TS Stream 17 and Red Hulk. Uh, they followed earlier. Uh, and thank you to Sandy Bridges, if I didn't get to it, for the sub yesterday. I don't know when it happened, but I wanted to make sure I acknowledged it. Now let's get to the chat. We always shout out the chat, and that is our chat. What's up, One Deep? I see you, Playboy. Uh, Demata was in early, so that's good. And uh, who else was here? Fidel and Christy. We're going to make this snake thing happen, boo What's up, Flip? What's up, Mr. Reyes? In early today, I see. Good. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Fidel is here. And who else? Potch. What's up, Ammo? Alan Denson. Going to see him tonight at my show. He's bringing DJ Maddie, so I'm excited about that. What's up, Celio? What's up, uh, Tony the Handsome? You handsome son of a bitch, you. Thank you. Uh, thank you for bringing your pretty face to the chat, buddy. What's up, Cherry? Love you, boo-boo. Hey, there's TS Stream speaking of right now. There he goes. Happy Thursday. I said he. I don't know if it's a he or she. Happy Thursday, TS Stream. Thank you. Welcome to the show. I hope you enjoy it. Stick around. Uh, integrate yourself into the community. The deckheads are amazing. What's up, CC? What's up, Alex Villanueva? Uh, who else is here? Uh, Aggie Milkman and Sean. Biggie713, Steven the Weather Guy, Lil Uzi. Uh, who else? Steven Luther. Nightbot, you raggedy bitch. Nightbot. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Ah, Beer Man Greg. What's up, dude? Mina, we missed you yesterday. Your cousin told me to tell you uh, you're a terrible person. I don't even remember what exactly he said. What's up, Kevin? How are you, man? Thanks for being here. Potch, uh, TD Pokey, uh, AJB. What's up, Aaron? How are you, man? And I think that's it. Did I miss you? Oh, P. Oh, what's up, Perry? I've almost missed P. Jones and FJ Jimenez. That is not good. Sean, what's up? He said, <laughs> y'all, if you don't know, Sean absolutely hates hates talking baseball but he's a soccer fan so i don't understand why he doesn't like talking about uh uh boring sports there's christopher mina oh that's right chris mina i was supposed to tell you that christopher mina said you're a whore and i kind of tend to agree with that so all right let's get to our sports headlines for today I messed up my overlay. I'm supposed to have like a real pretty screen and all this shit. And then I kind of messed it up and I don't, I don't know what happened. Uh, I don't even know. Like I have all my film sesh overlays and I, I had all that shit. And, and then I kind of, I kind of screwed this up. Uh, so I don't, I don't know how to fix it right away. Oh wait, I think I do. <gasps> Hold up fam. I think I'm going to, I got to do this. You guys, it just, I, I can't. I can't not do it if I if I have it in me to do it. I know I should just talk about the just move on. I can't. Y'all know my OCD. I can't do it. Let me see. Where's my slide? Here we go. Here we go. I'm gonna fix this real quick. Bear with me. Bear with me, guys. Okay, I have no idea what happened here. 
and he lost it. <gasps> Fixed it. There we go. Doesn't that look a lot prettier? So much prettier. All right, here's the sports headlines for the day. Pat Bev fined 30K for his, quote, egregious, end quote, profanity. Really? Is that what we're doing now? We're fining people for egregious profanity? I think you should fine him for acting like he's never won a game before. I would fine him. You know what the NBA should have done? We're going to fine you $4 for cursing, but we're going to fine you $49,996 for acting like you've never been there before. What are you doing, bro? You celebrated a play-in game win. Go sit your cursing ass down, Pat Bev. Also, just not the same anymore. Alan Denson, thank you for the 100 bucks, my friend. Very much appreciate you. Pachi used bad words. Yeah, that's what we're that's what we're finding grown ass men for now. Bad words. Yeah, but just public season. Well, tell the public don't follow him then. I don't know. It just seems kind of silly to me. Just silly. Uh TS, I don't use OBS, buddy. I use VMix. It's way more complicated. I love it. It's way more powerful, but my screen is crazy, dude. Here, I'll, I'll sh I, I do this every once in a while. I'll sh I share my screen with you guys so you can see what the hell I'm dealing with. So this is, this is uh, TS, this is what my screen looks like when I do the show. Check this out. So this is the whole screen, right? Like the, uh, the, the stuff up here on the far right is what you guys see where that mouse is moving. This is what I have queued up. Uh, this is my audio levels, and then this is all my shit that I have going on. So I have my scenes, I have my slides for sports and non-sports. I have uh, I have uh, overlays and miscellaneous slides, and my cameras, my audio, my video. So I have to go in, I have to find my headlines thing because it's just a long, complicated process. Because then you gotta you gotta go in. And like, here's your background. So if I remove that, there's no pretty background. Here's the here's the camera. Here's the actual data that I have to go create in Canva. And then this is my overlays for the screen things. So yeah, it's all done, but it makes it a lot easier because if I need to create like a slide, right? Like if I wanted to create a slide, here, I'll, I'll create a slide for you guys. I'll, I'll recreate this uh, Jalen Green slide. We'll close that, right? So here's what I do. Let's say I want to create... A, uh, a slide uh, for my Jalen Green Heck story. Yeah. So I can just duplicate it right there. That made that. You can see it right there. Heck yeah. Then I have to come in and change it so that it matches whatever the topic is. Heck so I'll yeah. pick the uh, bleep Jalen Green, but that's it. Now I have a brand new slide that I can use uh, for the program. So that's, that's what it is. Not OBS. Barry sharing his porn screen. No, I didn't, Alex. I did not. Where's the big old pesky mute button? Uh, that actually happens on the uh, on the uh, the mixer. I accidentally the other day when I was telling my heckler story, my cord. Hold on, let me do this. Scenes main my uh, my cord actually drug the sound down. That's how I muted myself the other day during the story. That was wild. Uh, hey, by the way, Mina TX, thank you for the five gifted subs. Holy shit! Gave out one to Kevin, Alex, or Uriel Villanueva got a sub. Red Fox got a sub. I love Red Fox. What a great comedian. Perry got a sub and Celio got a sub. Mina TX, buddy. Thank you so much, my friend. I very much appreciate you and your generosity. Um, Potch got 69 bits in. Thank you very much. And Alan, and now we got a God blessed hype train going. What? <laughs> Oh, 
Um, Mina, thank you so much. Buddy Potch, thank you so much. Alan, thank you so much. Thank you guys for getting the hype train going. We have new VIPs, y'all. We have brand new VIPs. Uh, and I saw Potch was hitting me up on the Discord. Did we not get there yet? Son of a bitch. Give me that back. Turn it off. Stop it. I thought we hit it. I saw I saw run the train and you got me you got me a little a little hyped up. You got me a little. I used all my points on useless highlight messages. Yeah. Well, that's what happens. That's what happens. Uh all right, so we've got two I two VIPs if you don't know. Excuse me. I've wanted to use channel points for some cool stuff. I get a certain amount of VIPs to give out. Uh so uh you can redeem those and what that what I'm going to do for the VIPs is uh, y'all know a lot of you that are Patreon members have already sent you a sticker, uh, burial deck sticker, depending on the, the tier you signed up on, and you got a koozie as well. So what I've decided is this is the new logo and color scheme for the show, so I'm going to have new stickers and new koozies made. And uh, any new Patreon members are going to get those. But VIP are also going to get those. Uh, and it's first come, first serve. And when I'm out of VIP slots... Well, I'm out of VIP slots, so let's go do this right now. Potch, are you allowed to give out VIPs? I don't even know. I don't know if you're allowed to do that as a moderator, but I'm going to go in and um, do the VIP right now, right now, because that's super important. Let's see, creator dashboard. I don't I don't exactly remember where to do this. Was it under rewards? Uh, settings, moderation. I can't remember where you're supposed to do this at. Is it... Uh, no channel. Damn it. Why can I never remember where to do this? Is it, oh, it's community roles manager. There we go. So we have one VIP right now. It's Mark uh, G because he gave out a, like a boatload of gifted subs yesterday and it was super dope and I appreciated it. So I thought, what the hell? Let's give it to him. All right. William Resendez, my friend, you are a VIP. So William Resendez redeemed his points for a VIP. Donna. Donna is in and oh nope that's not it nope that uh, no that's not it canceled that was that one Donna Donna you oh it won't let me make you a VIP Donna because you're a moderator it won't let me make you a VIP because you're a moderator but Donna I'm still gonna send you I'll send all the mods a uh, a sticker and a koozie as well so so how about that and I need to refund your points don't let me forget that potch refund Donna's points that goes on the to-do list well that sucks you can't be a VIP and a moderator who knew uh interesting Barry Mattress and I have been talking and are in the works with the snake good good to go good good to know okay sanitize watch hand social distance what's up Rudy Rod thank you for being here man great message as always uh yeah thank you Mina very much appreciate you uh supporting the community like y'all do uh all right Let's get back to the sports headlines. Where the hell did they go? Of course, I had a squirrel moment. I always have a squirrel moment. So, Pat Bev got fined. Great. Blue Jays' Vlad Guerrero hit three, not one, not two, but three home runs versus the Yankees yesterday. And I love it. I love it. And had a double in the mix. Two of those came off Garrett Cole and the double came off Garrett Cole. And plus, he got spiked in the hand, so he was all bloody and shit. And still... Manages to go out and hit three home runs. And uh, at one point in the game, after he hit the double, two home runs and then a double. Thank you, Potch. Two home runs and then a double. Garrett Cole just tips his hat to him. And they were like, Garrett, why? Why uh, why did you tip your cap to him? He's like, did you not see? 
if 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 you had a cap, you should have tipped it to him the way he played. Oh, crying ass Cole. Oh, crying ass Cole. That's funny. Uh, yeah. So uh, sometimes you just get bested. And Garrett Cole right now through two games, like a five something ERA, five sixty something. Can't say I feel sorry for him. All right, more uh, more sports headlines. Well, your Packers are signing Sammy Watkins for a one-year up to $4 million deal with incentives. And they had to do something because they, they were just hemorrhaging receivers out in Green Bay. So they get some help for Aaron Rodgers. The article I was reading, I didn't realize this. Article I was reading said that the Packers have not drafted a receiver since 2002. Not that you have to. I mean, obviously, they had Devontae Adams and... Marcus Valdez, Scantling, and uh, uh, Equiminius St. Saint, what is it? Equiminius St. Edwards? What's his last name? Anyways, they had, and those are the three that they lost too. So they're stuck with like, uh, who else? Who's left? Cobb? Is Cobb even there? Yeah. Uh, Randall Cobb and I, a bunch of dudes? I don't know. So they had to go out and get somebody. What's up, Red Hope? Thanks for being here, man. Um, so they had to go out and get somebody. So they did. They signed, uh, they signed Sammy Watkins to a one-year deal. Not, I'm sure. I'm sure Favre is like, okay, great, but Watkins is going to make a great three when he's healthy. By the way, when he's healthy, yeah, Cobb is one of them. Cobb is one of them that they're. Oh, the draft pick. That's a great question. Last receive. It might. You might be right. Drafted by the Packers. Let's see what Google's says. Green Bay Packers haven't drafted a receiver since the first round. Javon Walker in 2002. That's 20 years that they've gone without drafting a receiver in the first round. She's Louise. As filling away, but thank you for the 100 bits, my friend. I appreciate you. You're a gentleman and a scholar, despite what anyone else says. All right, you're y'all filling away. Excuse me, I said Alex. That was your first time using bits. How'd it feel? Was it magical? And I and I screwed your name up, Uriel. Called you Alex. That's what you get for that's what you get for having a same last name as somebody else. That's unheard of. The old ass Cobb is right. Old ass Cobb is right. Uh, all right. So um, Packers signing Sammy Watkins. Texans signed cornerback Steven Nelson to a two year deal worth up to ten million. I mean, I I I, I think you guys want me to get excited, but eh. Eh, eh, I don't, like, this is not, what worries me is now, are they like, well, we don't have to draft a corner now. What? No, 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 Go, please go get talent. Please go get talent in the secondary. I was on a toothpaste stream today, Josh Beard, and and he was uh, going over the draft. He was looking at Mel Kuyper's, um, he was looking at Mel Kuyper's draft, and he had the Lions drafting Sauce Gardner at two. And I'm like, man, I, I like Aiden Hutchins. I, 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 I like uh, Hamilton a ton from Notre Dame. I'm good with that. Go get that kid. If the Texans did that, I wouldn't even care about corner as much. I still think you might be able to get sauce at 13 if you wanted to do that. And I'll be honest with you, folks. If they went defense, defense in the first round at 3 and 13, that also would not hurt my feelings. So uh, and we'll see what they do. But I... I Steven Nelson, obviously not the answer by any stretch of the imagination. And lastly, lastly, uh, Raiders are giving Derek Carr a three-year, $121.5 million extension. That's a lot of money for Derek Carr. 
Listen, Derek Carr has had his moments. Derek Carr has looked good. Uh, Derek Carr has also not looked good. Uh, Red Hulk said, yes, Carr got paid and worth it. Is he, though? So they, it's a three-year extension, and that's what? I want to know how much is guaranteed. Let me, hold on. Let me pull up. I want to see what that, what was guaranteed in that uh, three-year extension. Let's see. Did they even mention what was guaranteed? Now, they did get Devontae Adams, a uh, five-year, $140 million deal. Ah, was 67 guaranteed. I don't see where they say what car got in the part. Uh, oh, okay. So, a three-year deal, $125 million in a no-trade clause. And they, they say that that part was key for Carr because he wants to be there for a while. I don't see the guarantee. Carr had one year left on his deal at $19.8 million and will likely take home less than $100 million in guarantees over the next three years. Okay. Look, I think he's probably a maybe second tier at the bottom-ish kind of quarterback. I'm not saying he's the dregs of the NFL. He's certainly not in the bottom third. If we if we divide this into, into thirds, Derek Carr is definitely not in the bottom third of the league. He's definitely middle tier. I don't know if I would put him as 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 a top tier. But and I agree, Demata. I don't think he's worth forty million a year. Oh my bad, Potch. Thank you, buddy. Christy did a shoe check. We'll come back to Derek Carr in just a second. We did get a shoe check. Let's do that because I don't want to forget. So uh, as you guys know, uh, one of your channel points you can uh, redeem. I try to wear different sneakers for you as much as I can. I'm I'm running out of ones that you guys have never seen. So, but I'm rocking my Hop Scholar Ale House. Shout out to my guy Todd and the folks over at Hop Scholar. Love you. Waiting on your uh, waiting on your form so we can start your reads. But my guys at Hop Scholar, they got the orange. So I had to find something that matched close enough. So it's, it's not perfect. It's it's not ideal, but it goes. Plus, these holes are so comfortable. Uh, I lo- these are they're not my favorite shoe, but they're my they're the most comfortable shoe I have. They are New Balance 791s. I love these shoes so much. They're the gum bottoms, but man, I don't think I own a more comfortable pair of sneakers than these. That's it. Uh, these are these are these are amazingly comfortable. So that's what I'm rocking today. Nothing super fancy. I was really into the white white sneakers for with the uh I was into the white soles on a dark sneaker and then and then flipping it with the gum bottoms for a while. So yeah, I got a few of those, but that's what I'm rocking today. My favorite comfy shoes outside of my Crocs, of course. They had a crazy Gruden outside noise year. That's true, asymmetric risk. By the way, welcome to the program. Listen, you say what you want, but the the Raiders played really well considering everything that happened last year with the off the field uh, legal issues. They had two different two different players having legal trouble. I forget the dude's name, Briggs, but and the John Gruden stuff early in the season. So he he's gone. You bring in an interim coach. You don't know what to expect. So. You gotta, you gotta give them credit, but I just let's let's go look at some numbers. Let's let's pull up numbers here. I just want to see what Carr did last year in the midst of a difficult season. Damn, Biggie said I'm a sneakerhead. I have over 140 pairs of shoes. That's goals, man. That's goals. Good for you. Kevin says it's a steal. Kevin, why are you so big on Derek Carr? Why are you so big on Derek Carr? What has Derek Carr done to this point? 
that has that has made you think he's worth $40 million a year. Uh, Ace Metric Car is worth the money as a leader. Car has the weapons now. Okay. Um, uh, how long of a rebuild do the Texans realistically have? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll put that in the queue. I want to use a proper center if I ever get a nice desktop computer because it will use, yeah, yeah. Uh, too many damn villain away, that's true. Did you just say, what? I don't know. I don't know what that says. Why do they leave so weird? Who? Ah, what is this? What? I don't know what's going on. I'm okay. I'm way behind. Sorry. I, I, we'll just we'll just go back to the beginning. Um, the question is, what have the Raiders done for him until this point? No, that's. I don't think that's fair either, dude. Like, all right. Let's just put. Let's pull it. Hold on, Dusty. Derek. Derek Carr. Pro football reference. Where is it at? That's my fave. Um, and then I want to look at, I'm going to pull up his spot track info too. We're going to look at both of these. Okay. We're going to look at both of these and, uh, yeah. Talk your shit. Uh, hold on. Let me make sure I can. Okay. Yeah, we can do that. That'll work. All right, here we go. So here is Derek Carr's pro football reference statistics, right? Came in the league in 2014, uh, pretty durable overall. Missed a, a couple games there in 2016, 2017. Otherwise, played and pretty much started and played in all the games. I mean, look, year one starter is pretty badass too, right? Uh, they went three and thirteen. They went seven and nine. They went twelve and three. Then they went six and nine. Then they went four and twelve. Then they went seven and nine. Then they went eight and eight. And then last year, not a bad year, ten and seven. Surprised a lot of people winning that division too, right? Or not winning that division, but being making the playoffs in that division. In a difficult division. A lot of folks thought the Chargers would be out first. Tony said, I have two pairs of shoes. How are your nipples feeling? Well, warmer now that you showed up. <laughs> hey, baby. How you doing? That should be nipple cam. I should be able to zoom in. On my nipple when Kyle gets here and be like, oh my God. Oh, now that just makes my chins double up super fast. We're not doing it. Get out of here. Oh my God. We don't need that either. What happened to my slide? There we go. <laughs> Completion percentage is 68%. Yeah, by the way, uh, now that you throw that stat out, <laughs> that was, uh, well, if we go back and look at the headlines real quick. But uh, yeah, that's Steven Nelson. That's what he was allowing when uh, quarterbacks threw at him. 68% completion. So Derek Carr, I think if Derek Carr would hit his numbers if he played the Texans and threw against Steven Nelson. Also, I think QBR was 108. Not great. But that 68% reminded me of that. And by the way, if he was good, if he was good, Red Hulk, his completion percentage, 69 Okay, this is out of control. I have no idea what's happening anymore. I can't deal with this. All right, uh, let's look, but let's look at some of his other numbers here. So you got uh, touchdowns, 21, 32, 28, 22, 19, 21, 27, 23. Not bad. Interceptions. Most interceptions he's thrown. Now, obviously, you play in one more game. You're going to probably do that, but he's at 12, 13, 6, 13, 10, 8, 9, 14. Not terrible. Not terrible. Uh, where's that completion percentage? There you go. 68% last year, 65 for his career. 
had a 92.4 rating, had a 52.4 QBR last year. Uh, if I had, if he had a solid team, well, yeah, okay. I mean, the Raiders haven't been great, but neither has he, right? I mean, neither is he, and they've had they've had to do a lot of work. I do agree with that, and and I don't want you to think I'm shitting on David Carr. That's the thing, or Derek Carr. Excuse me, I'm Texas fan. I'm a little uh, jaded by quarterbacks with the last name Carr, but I don't want you to think that. That I think he's bad. I, I, I certainly don't think he's bad. I want to I wanna look at uh, top salaries. Let's go uh, leaderboard. Let's go. I just want quarterbacks. There we go. Uh, so here we see that's cap hit. No, I don't want this. I just want by position. Positional spending, that's going to be perp team. I don't want that either. God bless. Where is the goddamn... There we go. This is what I was looking for. So let me ask you a question. Let me let me just, let me just throw this out there for you now because I, I understand you're defending Derek Carr and I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback. I just, I just said I agreed with you that I thought he was a second tier, maybe middle to the bottom of the second tier quarterback. He's, he's a, he acquitted himself well with not having a, a crap ton of talent on the offensive side of the ball, at least in, in, in L.A. and then Vegas. But, but is he worth more than... Dak Prescott and Stafford and Cousins and Russ and Jared Goff, Carson Wentz. I mean, is he worth? Is he worth more? Should he be the fifth highest paid per year player? I, I can't. I can't. I can't say that he should be. I can't say that he should be. Um. Now, maybe he will prove and earn that with Devontae Adams, but I just, I guess I just disagree with you, Red Hulk. MVP odds plus 2,700. Nah, I don't even think that's good value. He's better than Dak, not as good as Stafford. Uh, boy, I think you guys sleep on Dak so much. All the Cowboy haters just love to sleep on Dak. Dak is so much better than y'all give him credit for. And I might, dare I say, Carr might not be as good as you give him credit for. But boy, that just seems like a lot of money to put Derek Carr in the upper echelon of guys that really, when you watch them on the field, eh, eh, AT&T fiber greater than Dak. Dude, right? Did you do a, did you do a speed test.net, Kyle? Let me do my speed test.net right now. Um, best thing in the world when you see those numbers. I think they, they upgraded me, too, for no damn reason whatsoever. I was like, thank you, AT&T. They just upgraded. They're just like, here you go. Have some more bandwidth. I was like, okay. Is this like a crack deal where you're like, first one's free, daddy? And then I'm going back, and I'm like, hey, I'll blow you for some faster internet. Here we go. Here's my speed test on that. Let's look at that. Look at that. Look at that, Kyle. Look at that, huh? Kyle knows. Did I just choke and die? I almost choked and died on the stream. It's just going. What does that say? Oh, Alex said it's the going rate. Yeah, it is the going rate. There you go. So there's my 372 and 370, baby. Uh, gotta love that. 
Uh, at worst, I get 300 on AT&T Fiber. I know. It's amazing. It's so good. It's so good. Eric said, oh, nope, that wasn't it. Where is it? Eric said, if you have a problem with cars deal, imagine in three years. Breaking news, Texans are making Mills the new top paid quarterback of the NFL. I never heard of it. No. Good Lord. Please no. Please no. It's just a going right for QBs. 800 plus here on Wi-Fi. Wow, that's really good. That is really damn good. Uh, Amos said they're all about the same level talent-wise. I mean, that's not a terrible argument. Who would you elevate, I guess, if we just uh, if we just pull just do quarterbacks? <laughs> Who's down that should probably? Well, obviously Brady at twenty five million. That's so that's amazing to me. That's amazing to me. Why is Derek Carr on here twice? Oh, I guess because of his new deal. They didn't take off his old deal. Derek Carr and Tom Brady were making the same money. That also seems a bit sketch. I guess, you know what? I mean, Joe Burrow's still on a rookie deal, as is Kyler Murray and some of those cats. Uh, so, so Derek Carr, I think, I like him better than Tannehill. I like him better than Matt Ryan now. I think Carson Wentz is way overpaid. Uh, Jared Goff, way overpaid. I think Russ is underpaid now. I think Kirk Cousins is about right. 30 to 35. Y'all sleep on him too. Uh, Stafford, Prescott, Carr, Allen. I just, there's something weird about seeing Derek Carr as the fifth highest paid quarterback in the NFL. That doesn't seem right. I think Russ should be up there, you know? Uh, Brady obviously should be up there. Rodgers is there. Watson should be there. Mahomes, Josh Allen, and I think Dak Prescott. I think all are better than Carr and should be making more than Carr. So that's just my opinion. Don't at me, hoes. Where did he rank statistically? Uh, Amos said it's about the talent around you for those second-level guys. True. True, right? Because we see what Tom Brady does with no receivers. Solid run game, great defense. We see what Aaron Rodgers did with Devontae Adams, but other than that, uh, I mean, Patrick Mahomes has a shit ton of weapons. Josh Allen does as well. Russ has never had great weapons. He's always had those sneaky good receivers, but how much is that Russ making them better versus them being good and flying under the radar because it's Seattle and the West Coast and nobody pays attention? I don't know. I feel like Red Hulk. Are you a Raiders fan? Claim your allegiance, my friend. What uh, You are uh, vehemently defending. If this works out, greatest show on grass is the Raiders. Uh, it, okay. Uh, you, you've got to be a Raiders fan. No one has ever showed up and, oh, okay. Guys, guys, we've cracked the case. We've solved the riddle. Who the fuck is that guy? That's the wrong one. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. Well, no wonder you're over here blowing Derek Carr in the chat. You're a goddamn Raiders fan. Okay, Red Hulk, you don't get to comment on Derek Carr anymore because win or lose. A lot more lose than win since 76, huh? <laughs> don't hate me. Uh, yeah, you don't get to, you're not objectively speaking about, I thought you were just objectively like, I like Amos or Asymmetric Risk or some of these other cats. <laughs> no, that's true. I'm just fucking with you. I'm just busting your balls. I'm glad you admitted it. 
Uh, but okay, I was like, man, this guy really loves Derek Carr. That's interesting. So you're a Raiders fan? Do you uh, you believe in him? I guess I, don't, I guess I don't need to ask. Yeah, see, Posh said, "What master do you serve?" Red Fox. What did Red Fox say? Where's Red Fox at? Where'd that go? Mine is 800-450, but who's competing? Oh, you son of a bitch. Really? All right, guys, we're going to take a break. I got to get AT&T on the phone. And uh, hi, I'd like to upgrade. Uh, What is this? What is Potch sending me? Oh, that's true, Potch. I got your Discord messages. I, I tend to agree. Uh, I hated the way management surrounded him and said, do your job. <laughs> My stupid Xfinity is supposed to be 1G, but on Wi-Fi, I still only get 200. Bro, you stream from Wi-Fi? What? Don't do that, fam. Don't do that. Texas play Texas play Raiders in Vegas this season. Oh, hey, Red Hulk, I hope you're still around. We got to put money on that game. Yeah, I get the Raiders. You get the Texans. We'll do an old reversey skip a <sighs> I would never bet on the Texans. I wouldn't make you bet on the Texans. I, I certainly wouldn't do that to anybody. All right, let's move on. We got other shit to talk about. Don't forget, 315 Apollo Dez. Dez from Apollo Media is going to be joining me. We're going to talk some MLB. Yes, we're going to talk Astros. Um, but we're also going to talk Clayton Kershaw. Should he have been pulled in the midst of a perfect game? Seven. He was perfect through seven and uh, didn't go back out for the eighth. And that was a discussion that he had with his manager. So we'll have that talk with Dez. Plus, we'll get his predictions for the uh, remainder of the MLB season. Uh, I would love that road trip. I mean, hey, by the way, can we shout out Kyle King? One, give him a shout out for being a badass streamer. But two, I got to say props to Kyle King uh, because he's got a great opportunity with Twitch Sports. They're going to fly him out to Vegas for the draft. He's going to be co-hosting. Is it a watch-along, Kyle, or is it like a draft show? Are you going to be doing a now? Like, but he's he, Twitch has uh, put their trust and faith in Kyle, and it's well-deserved. And uh, he's going to kick ass with three other Twitch streamers. Uh, one of them I know. The other two, I don't really know. Uh, I I don't think I know. Look, let's just let's just let's just call it like it is. Kyle's gonna shine. Okay, Kyle's going to. Uh, this could this could propel him to stardom. So, but now props to Kyle, man. I'm excited for him. He's flying out to Vegas for the draft. So pretty dope. Please shout out uh, the Kyle King show, Potch. Thank you, Donna. Thank you, sweetie. Um. All right. Enough Derek Carr. Uh, I would love a road trip to Vegas. That would be dope. I love Vegas. Vegas is so fun. Vegas is so fun. Okay, what other topics? I have like Back a in. I have a film session. Reynolds, thank you for the sub, buddy. Very much appreciate you, my friend. No, we're not playing the crickets. I would never do that to him. Never, ever, ever. All right, what else do we want to talk about? I've got some film sessions for you. Uh, I've got the Miles Bridges video. I kind of want to do this next because it's kind of a local story, but I it's it's a national story as well. Um, and then we'll get to we'll get to some other stuff. The playing games were boring last night, eh. and I was uh, I actually had a gig at the Improv, my buddy Jesse Payton's birthday, so I didn't even watch them. Angels fan, oof, 
man, that's yeah. I'm sorry, buddy. That's a tough, tough life you live. All right. So Bill Simmons came out and basically said, and I'm not, I'm not exaggerating here. Earmuffs, of course. If you if you watch this show, listen to this show, you should definitely be earmuffed the entire time. Bill Simmons came out on a podcast, uh, an episode of the Bill Simmons podcast, and he was talking about voting for first team all rookie team. Donnie, you going to Vegas in June? That's badass, girl. That's badass. Alex said, I'll fly you to Vegas on Spirit Airlines. Man, break your spirit, Airlines. Boy, that's the worst. Um, But on his podcast, he was talking about NBA postseason awards. He was talking about the all-rookie team. And when he got to Jalen Green's name, he said, fuck Jalen Green. I don't care you're scoring 40 points and your team is 19 and 60. Congratulations. Herb Jones is like guarding dudes in real games. He continued by saying, now, the Houston people are going to be mad at me. I'm sorry. I like winning players. I'm sorry. Jalen Green will get there. It's just that his team was 21 and 60 this year or whatever. Hmm. That's, that's, I'm, that's interesting to me because, wow, my headphones just freaked the fuck out. That's super weird. I don't even know why. I really don't need headphones. I mean, I guess I do because I got to make sure all the sounders and everything are working, but I can see them, but I don't know. I only need the headphones for like when we have, when we have guests and stuff. <laughs> um, so Bill Simmons says, fuck Jalen Green. He's not a winner and his team's not a winner. And the only problem I have with this, the only problem I have with this. <sighs> oh shit. I didn't tweet out the show. God damn it. The only problem I have with this is the Pelicans, the Pelicans didn't have a winning record either, did they not? And I understand that they won more games than the uh, ESPN. They won more games than the than the Rockets. Obvs, the Rockets' worst uh, worst record in the regular season in the NBA this year, but still don't have the best odds for uh, number one pick. Hold on, let me get to this. I like to if I'm looking at a browser, I like to include you guys. I don't want to just Stare at a browser a mile. It's kind of weird. So here you go. So he says that he likes guys that play for winning teams. He likes guys that play for winning teams. Just because you made it into the playoffs, playoffs, actually playing games, doesn't actually mean that you were a winning franchise, a winning team. In fact, that's how shit bad the bottom of the West was. At least every team that made the play-in games in the East had a winning record. The Charlotte Hornets were 43-39, and 39, as were the Hawks. The Pelicans were 36-46, and 46, and this dude is over here talking shit like they went 50-30 and 30 or some shit. 52-30. and 30. Whatever. I'm not gonna, What's math? I don't understand math. Yeah, exactly, Potch. Uh, oh, that's a great point. I guess he doesn't like LeBron. <laughs> Dame, he hates Dame Lillard. Like, bro, what are you talking about? They were 20 and 62 because the entire team is full of guys. Like, they literally won uh, more games than half of their ages at 20. It's ridiculous. It's a stupid-ass take. If you want to say you don't like Jalen Green, fine. If you want to say that the Rockets were awful, agree. 
But don't sit there and tell me. And dude, hold up. Let's 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 just go compare fucking Herb Jones and the year he had. And I don't watch Pelicans basketball. We got we got some Nolans folks up in here. We got some some big easy folks. Amy said, "Oh, that was real." Yeah, it was hundred hundred percent, hundred percent. So let's pull up. Let's pull up the stats, shall we? What the hell? Oh, the statistics page isn't working for. Well, maybe the individual stats are. I don't know. Let's see. Let's look here. Uh, where is he at? Here we go. Jalen Green. And then over here, we're going to go to Herbert Jones. All right, so let's take a gander here. We don't even need to scroll through. Uh, let's just see how many games they played in. So let's see, stats for the year. Old Herbert played in 78 games. He started 69. I like. Cool. Jalen Green played in 67 games, started in 67 games. All right, averaged 31 minutes. Herbert Jones averaged 29.9. So fairly close on both games started. Jones a little more durable. Now let's take a gander up here in the top right-hand corner. Let's just start with points per game. Nine and a half points per game average. Jalen Green averaged 17, which was 42nd best in all the land. Rebounds, 3.4 a game, 3.8 a game. Really? Okay. Uh, so your small forward's rebounding about the same as your shooting guard. Pretty close to it. 2.1 assists per game. 2.6. That's not good for your shooting guard. He should have more assists than that. But that's, this is like war in the NBA. Player efficiency rating is like war in the NBA. Jalen Green had a 12.56. Not great. Not great. Not great at all. But it was actually slightly better than. Slightly better than Herb Jones's uh, player efficiency rating. And yeah, well, I was I I hadn't gotten there yet. I hadn't gotten there yet. The big thing that people love, the big thing that people love about Jones is that he's a defensive, uh, his defensive prowess. It's what he is. He's not a great rebounder. He's not a great assist guy. He's not a great scorer, but he plays really good defense. And as a rookie, that's great. Good for you, which really makes him a fucking role player. You're talking about a glorified rookie role player. That's what that's what he is. If he's a an excellent defensive player, an excellent defensive player, really, Bill Simmons. Way to go, you fucking hot take moron. You know what? In fact, in fact. Well, uh, not that not that Bill gives a shit, but how about this? If he's fucked Jalen Green, I'm team fuck Bill Simmons. What a stupid fucking take. What a dumb take you have that you would you would elevate a, a guy who plays great defense over a guy on a on a much shittier team. I mean, for God's sakes, they went out. They had to go out and get uh what's his name from Portland? CJ McCollum. They had to go out and get C.J. McCollum, and they still underperform. But McCollum, boy, playing great in, in New Orleans. Looking like a threat. 
mean, they ain't going to do shit in, in the later rounds. But this dude, I mean, this is like, this dude is the, he's, I mean, I know he's a small forward. This dude is Pat Beverly. That's what this guy is. You don't rely on him for offense. You don't rely on him for assist or rebounding or any other aspect of the game other than he just gets up in your grill. What a dumb fucking take. But I guess you got to get clicks and attention somehow. So congratulations, Bill Simmons, myself and my community had to talk about your stupid ass take for five or 10 minutes or so. But it's just dumb. It's just dumb. Walt said I would take him. I would take, uh, he's an excellent defender, but yeah, I would take him over. uh, I would take Jalen Green over Herb. Yeah, any day. Yeah, Kyle, you were probably doing something, but I was, uh, I was washing your balls uh, about your Vegas trip. I I was telling the deckheads about what you were doing and all that, and they said, congrats, and you weren't even here to fucking soak it up and bathe in it. Nasty Nate said, I'm pretty sure Jalen Green had sex with Bill's mom. That would be the only explanation as to why you would shit on Jalen Green. I understand Jalen Green started slow. I understand he had a bad start. I mean, there was, I was editing videos. Okay, okay. I understand Jalen Green had a bad start to the season. I mean, hell, there were times when I was like, did they fuck up? This is, was this the wrong idea? Was this the wrong guy? But I, you know what? I mean, I still don't know that I love Jalen Green. I think he is definitely um, on a mission to get better and prove himself. And and that 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 speaks. There's a lot. There's a uh, there's a there's a lot to be said about that, right? I mean, look, that shit's kind of shit that motivated Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, and some of the greats have that chip on their shoulder. And that's what makes them great. And maybe that will be the case with Jalen Green. I said I said when they drafted him, I didn't like his jump shot. Maybe they're fixing it. I don't know. Um, I don't have like a breakdown month to month what he shot. I guess I could go to splits. Let's just see. Let's just see. And then we need to move on. I'm not, I don't want to sit here and ball wash Jalen Green because Bill Simmons is a fucking moron. Let's just look at field goal percentage. Uh, and then we'll look at three point percentage. It shot. I mean, April really doesn't count. Uh, why is this weird? Like, this? look at they go April, March, Feb, Jan. Okay, now, I'm like, what the hell am I doing? All right, so here we go. Uh, you go. He shot 33 percent in October in six games. 40 percent, 48 percent, 32 percent, 44, 48, 49. Uh, he definitely got stronger February, March, and April. And if we look at his three point percentage, it was 28 percent, 27 percent. That's awful. For fuck's sake, I bet Herb Jones shot better than that. Maybe that's why he's he's Bill Simmons' pick uh, 20%, 30%, 41%. But then he picks it up. 48%, not bad. 23, bad. 38, 39, 39. So he, he definitely gets more consistent. He figured something out. Jalen Green figured something out in January. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was health. Maybe it was whatever. But he became a much better player in 2022 than he was in 2021 in this season. So, by the way, that's a huge pet peeve of mine. I hate that the NBA is split over two years. So you can't just call it the 2021 season. You have to call it the 2021-2022 season. Hey, just just fix that shit for me, NBA, would you? Please? Thanks. Uh, when I was... When I saw this take, my first thought was, which Celtics rookie is he in love with over Green? Because, yeah... 
That's a great point, Tristan. That's a great point. Yeah. Who did it? Hey, what's up, Joshy Poo? What's up, buddy? Barry is so raw. You wasn't even here. Yeah. Well, you know. He would do the same thing to me. Kyle knows I love him to death. Uh, Mr. Mina. We'll see you, buddy. He said later, y'all got to pick up the boys from school. Have a great day, man. Um. Oh, hey, Red Hulk. Thanks for being here, dude. Have a good one. Mr. Brostash. What's up, famo? How are you? Cheers to you, Josh. I feel like I need to do a shot. Do we need to do a shot? It's 3 o'clock. We got Apollo Dez from Apollo Media joining me at 3.15 to talk some MLB. Rockets just need defense because they can score well enough. Yeah, I. if you look at a couple things for me, Walt, that stood out this season is definitely defensively they're not good. But they, they kind of, they need to tighten it up just all over. And maybe that's just the young guys and the rookies not knowing where they're going, what they're doing. But just kind of sloppy basketball a lot of times. And uh, I felt like there were a few times, there was definitely more, more than a few, but there were plenty of times, both offensively and defensively, when they just, they didn't look like they know what knew what to do or where to go. And that's obviously, yes, youngins. Especially as young as this team is. Like, But uh, yeah, defensively, bad. Rebounding, bad. So they need to get better at that. Uh, oh, but he's my favorite. Shingun? He's my favorite. Yeah, major fleece job <laughs> we got out of that draft trade with OKC. For real. I love his game. He's one of those guys. Josh, thank you for the 100 bits. And the 100 bits. I owe you a shot, buddy. We're going to do it. Let me finish this thought. Uh, but it, he's one of those cats that kind of reminds me of, like, Jokic. Not that he's as good as the Joker. But, like, when you watch Jokic play, you're like, this dude looks slow. Like, he's so slow looking. So, did you not mean to send it twice, Josh? <laughs> uh, but he does. He looks slow. and and But he, he he's effective and he gets it done. And you're just like, how? How are you doing this as slow as you play? Uh, but, yeah, he was, right now, if you ask me for my favorite rocket, has to be him. Has to be him. No time for your thought. Okay, fine. We'll do the shot. God bless. Shit. Let's go. It's still cheating, Josh. Doing the shot is cheating. Thank you for the 300 bits. You damn hooligan. You damn hooligan. But this is cheating because I'm shooting Bacardi Lime. It's like shooting Kool-Aid. It's just, it's not even fair. But I don't have any good shooting whiskey right now. I've got a lot of good sipping whiskey. But you guys... Want to see, want to see, uh, try to get me drunk. So that's not, that's not a thing. So, hey, this is a Josh. Thank you guys for the uh, almost hype trade. I got a little a premature hypo trainish. Uh, thank you for the raid to odd takes. Thank you all for being here. Thanks for being part of the decade community. Welcome to everybody that's new. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for hanging out. Cheers. Cheers. Uh. Well, I had two of these yesterday. I was jacked up. Jacked up. Uh-oh. Largo said, damn fools getting banned in the ESPN Twitch for supporting your show, Barry. What? What'd y'all do? Joel, thank you for the 50 bits. Oh, shit. What did y'all do in the chat on Twitch? What? Holy shit. What did you guys do? What have you done? <laughs> hey, thank you, Potch, for giving Kyle King the, the shout out. Joel, thank you for the 50 bits, my friend. Ah, uh, Nasty Nate, thank you for the 100 bits. 
my sweet, sweet Donna. Thank you for the 21 bits. I got to know what y'all did. I need to know now. Why did you guys get banned? Who, who got banned? Tell me the story, please. Do I remember the story that you started on Bacardi back in the day? So I don't know how I found uh, the the Bacardi. I really don't. I don't remember what it was, but I fell in. I was like, oh, I was, I was shooting. Um, I started with like, I think I was doing Crown. And that's when I realized Crown's not a good shooting whiskey. It's a good mix whiskey, right? It's good with Coke or Sprite or something like that. And then I did proper number 12. I think it was Brandon Gary that talked me into proper number 12. It was fucking awful. Uh, and then I remember Jameson was really good. Did some Jameson and that's what I kind of stuck with, but I'm out. And I, I love this with Diet Coke, but since I don't have any, I mean, I guess I could pour it, but it's not a shot. Yes. Jared Taylor, you missed shots, buddy. You absolutely missed shots. They like to keep the 97.5 clan talk only. Is it that bad? Jesus, bro. Josh, that cla- that crown mesquite is awful, <laughs> awful. Oh, that's right. When you came over to fix the window, yeah. Oh my god, it's the worst. Oh shit, we actually hit the hype train. Well, we'll do it again now. Jeff Bell, thank you for the hundred bits, my friend. Potch, thank you for the sixty-nine bits, buddy. Hype train in full effect. Now, look, I gotta tell you guys. Yesterday we had a level five hype train. Daddy busted out the nipples and did a second shot. No more nipples. I had to delete the clips. Uh, I'm hoping that yesterday's show rolls out to Twitch here pretty quickly. Uh, apparently, I did a DMCA meeting with Twitch yesterday, and uh, I asked Nello after the meeting. I was like, hey, am I allowed to show my nipples? He was like, no. I was like, oh, shit. So I went and deleted it. So we'll come up with something else I can do when we hit the uh, level five hype train, but not right now. Can't can't show the nippy nips. Mimi! Thank you for the 100 bits, Mimi. Thank you for the 100 bits twice. Alan Denson, thank you for the 100 bits. Very much appreciate you. Uh, Joe with the 25. Thank you, buddy. Y'all are wild. Crazy people. I wonder why none of them popped up. It's interesting. Usually they would pop up. None of them did, though. Um, I want to see nipple. Jared, I was... Damn it, Jared. You, first of all, Jared. First of all, Jared, why didn't it pop up? What is happening right now? This is so bad. Uh, I saw that nip on the replay today. Yeah, it's pretty gross. It's pretty gross. Um, We didn't do it. So Jared said 5,000 bits. That is, Jared, this is not okay, my friend. He said, here's to it being my birthday. Cheers, Barry and Deckheads. Jared, I got to tell you, buddy. Uh, you, let me see, let me, uh, let me zoom in here. If you would just give me a second, see that that's a text from Jen. We, it was on the agenda, Jared, buddy. Thank you so much, man. All right, let's do it. I'm so fucked. I'm going to be so shit housed. Keith Sager. Why is, what happened to the alerts? Something's like none of the alerts are going off. Let me turn this off and turn this back on. Like literally none of the alerts are going off. Because Mimi's 200 biddies didn't fire off. 
Alan sent 200 bits. Uh, Joel sent 25. Jared with the five. Jared, I should be sending you 5,000 bits, famo. That's, you're doing this the wrong way, buddy, but God damn it, I love you. Uh, Day One Donna with 45 bits. Thank you. Mimi with 20 bits. Thank you. Keith Sager with 200 bits. Thank you guys so much. Barry with the boomer zoom on his phone. No, I did. Shut up, Tristan. I did that so you guys could see it. That's not how I use it normally. I, I'm, I'm like that, but I didn't want you seeing all the conversation up top, see? That's a, I, I rock it like that, but I just didn't want y'all reading all of Jen and I's private messages. So, producer Potch uh, to the scene of the set. What? What happened? All right, we are at level four. Jesus Christ, you guys are amazing. All my, my, my fucking alerts just stopped working. Do I need to refresh? Hold on. Jared, we're going to get to your, uh, here we go. Reload the page. I don't know. I hope that works. Always one team. Thank you for the 500 bits. Why are these not firing off? I'm so angry right now. There we go. Jeez Louise. Jeff Bell, thank you for the 100 bits. Joe Hernandez, thank you for the 25 bits. I think they're all going to fire off now. Jared goes, Jared Taylor with the 5,000 bits on his birthday. Stick around, guys. We're going to do a birthday shot for Jared. Alex Zinson with 200 bits. Holy shit, you guys are amazing. Mimi with the 20 bits. Let's just get this good. Let's let him run. Me with the hundred bits. Ah, uh, day one Donna with the forty-five bits. Holy shit! Daddy's paying his car note. Keith with the two hundred bits, guys. You fucking outlasted the applause, and that's like a minute. Always one team with the five hundred bits. Thank you. DJ Maddie with the two hundred bits. Thank you. I'm gonna go buy me some alcohol to shoot on this show. Mimi with the 100 bits. Thank you. Sean with the 100 bits. Holy shit, you guys are insane. Insane. I wish I could show my nipples. I wish I could show my nipples. <laughs> well, guys, that's two rounds of the cheering, and you fucking outlasted it. This is ridiculous. I don't even know where I left off. Donna with Jared. Okay, so Jared with the 5,000 we got. Donna with the 45 bits. Mimi with the 20 bits. Keith with 200. Always one team with 500. DJ Maddie with 200. Sean with 100. Josh, yeah. aka 713 Hooligan with 100. Total Dallas with 100. Heck yeah. Fuck. Jared Taylor gave out. Oh my God. Jared, what are Heck you yeah. doing? Oh my God, you guys are fucking insane. Heck yeah. Christy just gave 300 bits and then Heck Jared yeah. Taylor just gifted out five more subs. Holy shit. So uh, Jared gifted subs to Largo, uh, Poor Marine, Rockets Babe, Josh Fernandez, and Cisco. Holy shit. I got a... We're at 91% of a level five Heim train. I don't know how to act right now. This is insane. You guys are amazing. Did I, when I tell you this, the, this community, I, I don't deserve you guys. I really don't deserve you guys. You're amazing. Alan, thank you for the 200 bits. Christy, thank you for the 300 bits. Josh with another hundred. Okay. Listen, this is getting out of hand. You guys getting out of hand. Christy, thank you for the hundred. Oh my God. Y'all are trying to finish this hype train. Aren't you? Okay.
Thank you. Josh said, we know you don't deserve us. Hey, I want to say fuck you, pal, but you're right. You're you're definitely right. D-Modder with 100 bits. Thank you. Oh, my God, we did it. I don't give a shit. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm showing my titties. I don't care. I, I can't, though. Damn it. I really want to show my titties, guys. I'm kind of a hoe like that. Potch with 69. I like. Mina with 1,000 bits. Guys, what are y'all doing? What is happening right now? Am I... I have no idea what's happening right now. You guys are amazing. Wallace with the 10 bits. Thank you. Mina TX, no nipples. Okay, fair enough. You don't want to see my nipples. That's fine. Nora says the same thing. That's weird. She's like, please don't take your shirt off during sex. Okay, that's not all right. That's not nice. Uh, Christy with the six bits. Thank you, sweetie. Mimi with 100. Thank you, sweetie. Uh, Christy with another 100. Demata with 100. Josh with 100. Oh, you guys are fucking amazing. We just I want to oh. see Bush. <laughs> you, uh, you oh you want the belly button Mimi okay okay you want to see the belly button Demata Jesus Christ <laughs> Demata wants to see Bush <laughs> oh my god Josh said this is fantastic keep your shirt on during sex she, yeah look I get it I, I even keep my shirt on when I jerk off that's how gross it is I'm just like I can't do this I gotta have a shirt on I might look down and see myself naked there goes the boner. At least she doesn't ask you to cover your face. No, she just wants the lights out. That's all. Barry's going to run outside and take a pic of his bushes. I should do that, Jared. All right, we got to do this real quick, gang. Hold on. Okay, this Jared, you started all this craziness. You guys got to 108% of a fucking hype train. That's amazing, you guys. Best community on Twitch. Hands down. Take a swig off the bottle. Forget the shot glass. No, uh, always one team wants me to take a swig off the bottle. I promise you this is more than would be if I swigged off the bottle. Okay. But we got to do this guys. It's Jared Taylor's birthday. So I need you all to get out your shot glasses, your flasks. If you're at work, if you're driving, please don't participate in this, but we have got to wish my guy, my dude, Jared Taylor, a very special happy birthday, Jared, buddy. I love you to death, man. Thank you for being a down for me day one deckhead. I really do appreciate you. I Dude, I hope you have a great day. I hope you have a wonderful birthday. I hope you get roadhead or a hand job or whatever it is you're into. Uh, thank you so much for being here, man. Thanks for being a part of this. Seriously, I wish you nothing but the best today. Cheers, my friend. Oh, my God. Two was a lot. Two was a lot. Easy on the shots. You got to do a show tonight. I know, DJ Maddie. I can't help it. Uh, I may have to have Lotto Drive. Boy, um, who did I miss? So Mimi with 100 bits. Potch with 69. I like Mina with 1,000 bits. Wallace with 10. Amos with 200 bits. Thank you, buddy. Josh with another 100 bits. This is crazy, you guys. Unbelievable. Y'all are amazing. I just want to say thank you so much, man. You guys are amazing. We hit 112. Amos, uh, AJ, Aaron J. Bryant said 151. I'm seeing 112. I don't give a shit. Y'all are the best. The absolute best. And now I'm shit-faced, so thanks a lot. I've drank too much. And my guest is here now. My guest is here, and, and I'm shit-faced. And I, I hope you guys are happy because joining me on the show right now, probably sober, although he just got back from vacation, so he might not be sober. <laughs> joining me on the program right now, 
uh, a guy that really needs no introduction, but I'm giving him one because damn it, he's worth it. Apollo Des from Apollo Media here to talk all things baseball the rest of the season. So y'all give it up for Apollo Des. Des, what's up, homie? Oh, you're on mute. What's going? What's wrong, fam? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Oh, uh, I got nothing. Did you? Uh, did you add your mic? There you go. I think that was it. Did it? Is it not working? Son of a bitch! No! Hold on, hold on. Let's see cameras. Oh, my audio is on. Yeah, uh, it might be on your side, Dez. Look at the chat going nuts for Dez. That's dope. <laughs> trying to figure it out. <laughs> uh, let's see. We probably should have done a warm. We probably should have tested it before. Uh, it's okay. I don't usually. I'm like, yeah, he's smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take your time. I'll uh, I'll take you off full screen. You go figure it out. I'll be able to see when you join. Just uh, just say hello when you join in. Uh, at least it wasn't me this time. That's the good things. Uh, all right. So, yeah, 151. Holy shit, you guys. I got to share this emote. What is that? I don't know what kind of a moat that is, uh, but that's crazy. So that hype train was five subs, 9,824 bits. <sighs> yeah, I don't deserve you guys. I No, I don't deserve you guys. This is this this is this is not worth that. This is amazing. Thank you guys so much. Um chat's going crazy for Dez. Yeah. I, I was due when I asked Des and he said yes. I was very excited about that. So, Des, your mic is on. So, whenever you guys get it working, I'll be able to hear it. Just kind of tap on it. And I'll, I'll, well, I, I can't hear it yet, but no, see, I still got nothing. Um, let me reset. Hold on. You may have to, you may have to uh, go out and come back in, Des. You may have to, like, close it out and come back. Yeah, try that. Try that. Disconnect, reconnect, and let's see if that works. Uh, Jared said, so close to 10,000. Dude. That's crazy, man. I was all amped up for baseball talk. Shut up, Sean! You shut your whore mouth, Sean. I'm still not getting anything from you, Des. Um, when you connect in, did you did you give it the right microphone? Because you're supposed to choose camera and mic. I see your camera, but I'm not getting the mic. I wonder if it's... Hold on, let me see here. Um, <clears throat> cameras... I see audio source masters. Yeah. So, so I'm getting video. So I like, I don't really ever change this for any of the guests. We had one Monday and it was my mom and that works. So I don't know, dude, let me, uh, let me just try just the camera. Hold on. I'm just going to put you on screen one second. So nobody do anything creepy. Uh, yeah. Check one, two, one, two, nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. What's up, Christy. Um, yeah, dude, I don't, I'm not sure just yet what's going on. Yeah. You guys keep going, man. I'll hear you. Just keep tapping that mic, man. You guys keep working on it. I'm, I'm watching you in my periphery. So I'll be able to pick it up. Uh, and, and we'll do it from there. Um, shut up. Total Dallas. You raggedy bitch. You said bang the trash cans. Shut up. It's not funny. Uh, put me up. I'll talk baseball with you. Says one deep. Uh, we do need to talk baseball and we're going to with Dez. I promise. Um, real quick though. Let's see while we're waiting on Dez, where did it go? Oh, we didn't get to this yesterday. I kind of wanted to No, let's do this. So, uh, this was a really crazy story that I'm not a hockey guy, but apparently Minnesota wild fans 
went wild because in a fight, I guess this dude, this is Ryan Hartman who plays for the wild. That's who you're seeing on your screen. Non hockey guys. <laughs> Look, oh shit. Donna's going to fuck you up. Total Dallas. Watch your mouth. No, we're not talking Rangers. No one gives a shit about the Rangers. Dude, they're bad. If they were good baseball, we would talk about them. They're bad. Uh, all right, so this is Ryan Hartman for you non-hockey fans, because I know everything about hockey. I'm I'm pretty much a hockey genius. So um, Ryan Hartman, a fan favorite. <sighs> he got into fisticuffs with, uh, who was it? Oh, Evander Kane, who is kind of the bad boy of hockey. A lot of folks don't like this dude. And uh, let me... Let me pull this out. I want to show you the video. Hold on here. Chrome resize scene. Uh, still nothing, Des. Um, you guys may, if you're doing it through uh, the web, you may have to give in, in like Chrome. Are you using Chrome, Des? You may have to give Chrome permission for that website to use the mic. So, uh, all right. So this is, this is Evander Kane. And, um, uh, this is what happened. I'm going to show you all the video of what happened. He got into a scrap with a dude in a, in a hockey game. And afterwards, they separate them. Here we go. As you can see, they're kind of like, okay, they're right there, right there, right there. If you blinked, you missed it. Ryan Hartman gives Evander Kane the, uh, the old one-finger salute. There you go. And then the NHL was like, oh, no, fam, you can't do that. You can't be out here just giving people the finger. So the NHL find him uh, for the middle finger. Let me get you the find amount. Hold on here. Uh, the league made Hartman pay the piper for the gesture. $4,250. Now I will say this. Hockey dudes don't make as much as other sports. Some of them do. Some of them don't. But if Pat Beverly got 30K for egregious bad language, Dude, four thousand two hundred fifty bucks for a middle finger. I mean, in 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 pay terms, that ain't that bad. That's not that bad at all. But he but so he was fined for that what you just saw, and uh, the Minnesota fans found his his Venmo. The Minnesota fans found Hartman's Venmo, and then started sending him money to cover the fine. Uh, Cook started things off at 11.05 a.m. with a note that said $10 down, $4,240 to go. That was uh, Ali Cook, who's the one that found it first. More than 400 fans had publicly deposited money into Hartman's Middle Finger Fund on Venmo. They called it the Bird Fund. Let me see. Let me get you a total here. Uh, where's the total? Damn it, I need a total. Where is it? 11.05. It's definitely started as a joke. Otherwise, I wouldn't have sent more than $10. I thought I had the total in here. I can't find it now. Uh, but yeah, fans have now started donating. Oh, some dude just gave $200. I want to kind of find the Venmo. Where is it? Oh, we don't have a link for it. That would be great. Uh, but so Minnesota Wild fans are paying this dude's fine. I wonder, I wonder if T-Wolf fans... We'll find Patrick Beverly's Venmo and pay for his $30,000 for saying a bunch of F words. I don't know why I can't say it. I mean, I've been saying it all day. 
Uh, I love the Rangers hate going on in the chat, by the way. I, I'm digging that. The Rangers fans don't even talk Rangers. So let me just catch you up here. Total Dallas said, let's talk Rangers. And then all hell broke loose in the chat. They're going to bang uh, the Rangers. Don't start Total Dallas. Rangers. I never heard of it. Rangers. Who the fuck is that guy? Nobody wants to talk about the worst team in baseball. Hey, I hear him. I hear him. I hear him. We got it. We did it. Daz, I hear you, buddy. Are you ready? I, I, yeah. Oh, now it's gone. Well, you were there, and now I heard you for like a split second, so I muted it, so it wasn't coming through, but now it's gone. But you were there. You were there, but for a brief moment. Um, no one gives a shit about the Rangers. Good job, hockey. The middle finger is protected under the First Amendment. That's a that's a, actually a pretty good point. It should be if it's not. Middle finger is protected under the First Amendment, free speech, and he got in trouble for it, but you can beat the shit out of somebody until they fall down. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Like, okay, you guys can fight, but no offensive gestures. That's not okay. Kevin said that horn sound is more annoying than Joel's voice. Now, Kevin, that's not fa- that's not nice. First of all, um, second of all, that's the that's a rap DJ horn, bro. You don't like you don't like Ask that. Des, if they can make a Rangers shirt, exclamation question mark. Ask Des if they can make a Rangers shirt. Uh, uh here, Des, can can you guys make a Rangers hi shirt? Hi, I really enjoy your content. No, Dad said no. Go fuck yourself, Total Dallas. Uh, thank you, Cisco. Cisco said hi from higher. Enjoy your content. All right, we're going to get this worked out. I'm still, we're still good. Daz, we're going till 4.30 today, so take your time. Take your time. Yeah, that's a big old hell no. That's correct, Jared. Big old hell no from Apollo Dez. Never would they ever make a Ranger shirt. And maybe it might say fuck the Rangers, but that's it. Uh, let's see. What do we got? Uh, Dez. Yeah. We're going to get it figured out. We're going to get it figured out. Have no fear, folks. Have no fear. We're going to get Dez figured out. Okay, let's get to some topics. Let me see. What else do I got? So that was pretty cool, the wild thing. That's not what I meant. I didn't mean like wild thing. I don't want to get into this Cam Newton topic because it's going to take too long. I have a bunch of, I have a couple of different film sessions. Oh, here we go. Let's do this. This is a non-sports topic. I know some of you are going to be like, "Hmm, we want sports. Well, we're going to get more sports, so chill out. But I've been saving this. It's like the kid interview, just roll with it. No, okay, Sean, first of all, asshole. (laughs) That might have been, if I'm being honest, the kid interview might be the worst thing that's ever happened to me since I started this show. For those of you that are new to the program or weren't here back in the day, uh, I did a... I, as a stand-up comic, you get to work with a bunch of cool people. And, uh, one of the shows I did, I, I featured for a kid, Christopher Reed from kid and play. And, uh, we became friends. We exchanged numbers. It was great. So with this new show and trying to make my way, <laughs> shut up, Jared. So with this new show and trying to make my way, test, I, test, test. One, ah, two. I hear him. I hear him. Don't fucking touch a thing. Don't touch a goddamn thing. Daz, what's up, Turn man? it out. 
We figured it out. All right. I was beginning <laughs> to think it was really me. I was like, did I, did I get drunk and fuck this shit up in the middle of the night somewhere, somehow, some way? We unplugged and replugged everything. That's how we troubleshoot things over here at Apollo. I like it. I like it. I like it. All right. Let me finish this story real quick. Uh, so I, I, I'm friends with Kid from Kid and Play. I'm trying to grow the channel. I ask him to do my show. He says yes. And much like Daz and Apollo Media... Kid joins the show, and I can't figure out how to get his fucking mic to work. So we do 25 minutes of an interview from a fucking rap legend of Kid from Kid and Play, and no one can hear a goddamn word he says. So I finally just have to get, hey, man, I'm sorry, but no one can hear you. I This is fucked up. We got never heard from him again. <laughs> never te I texted him like three months later. I was like, hey, I figured it out. Silence. So. Nothing. Kid was like, you wasted my fucking time, bro. I don't so well thank god uh des man welcome to the program for those of you that don't know apollo des here talking all things astros and mlb um apollo media is a uh up-and-coming media um do i say conglomerate what uh what's the proper word here des because you're growing it big time yeah i guess I, I i have no idea i have to buy two vowels when i when i say that word so um <laughs> but yeah it's been uh it's been fun it's been, I, it's been look, a lot of I, fun I had Kelly Eco of The Athletic talking basketball for a while. And then I was like, you know what? I really want to do this for baseball because that's my passion. That's the sport I love the most. Uh, who do I know that's great on camera, that loves baseball, loves the Astros, and wants to talk all things MLB? And your name is the first one that popped up, man. So I appreciate you doing this. We're going to be doing this all season, every Thursday, 315. Although it's 3.30. That's okay. We can figure it out. Uh, but 315 every Thursday, Dez is going to be here. So, man, welcome to the program. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, bro. I mean, obviously, like I told you last time, you're a legend. I'll oh, do anything. I'll drop. I'll drop everything, and uh, it's awesome. Uh, I appreciate I that. Appreciate it more than enough. And and your your deckheads and everything. It's been uh, phenomenal to see this channel grow and, and everything that you do. They're amazing. And truck driver Pookie is right. He said, "Up and coming is wrong. They've done came up." Yeah, facts, facts. You're right. Thank you. Word, words matter. Words matter. Uh, so let's get to it, man. Let's talk some baseball. Uh, let's start with your passion, my passion, every most of the people that watch this show's passion, the Astros. The Rangers, um, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, let me ask you, on behalf of Total Dallas, would you guys ever make a Texas Rangers shirt? Look, uh, no, but I had a buddy that just got traded. Uh, he was on the Rangers, and then he got traded to the Yankees, so it's, it's pick your poison there. So I may have made a, a shirt for him, um, but not anymore, so. <laughs> It's a hard pass. Good. Thank you so much. By the way, Jared Taylor, go have sex with your own person. He said, damn, Mr. Late Shemming Des for tech issues. Hey, being punctual and having mic problems is two different things, Jared. Just because it's your birthday, you don't get to be an asshole. All right. Now, all right, Des, let's talk about it. Let's get to Astros first. Uh, we're a weekend, a couple of series down. They had a series with the Angels, series with the Diamondbacks. Um, come out, what, four and three? Four and two. Four and two. Four and two. Uh, thoughts so far? Do you like what you see? Are you optimistic about the season? I know it's a lot, you know, it's the marathon, not the sprint bullshit, but thoughts after these two series. Yeah, I, I think we look good. If four and two on the road, West coast start, I mean, you take that and you just try to win another series against Seattle. I think Seattle's a big problem this year. I think there are new Oakland. Uh, I know a lot of big media people are predicting them to win the West. I don't think that's them this year, probably next year, but um, yeah, go in, send a message, and then come home and, and to a, a raucous crowd. We'll see another pennant uh, be put up, and Monday will be a huge party. How many rings do you think they'll give out this season? The Astros, boy, oh, they don't yeah. give a they fuck. 
They love having ring night. They don't even get, at this point, I think they're going to be like, well, so we haven't won any, when they start being bad again, they're going to be like, well, we're not winning. So let's just do like, I don't know, toilet bowl rings, Nuva rings. Like, oh, it's Nuva ring night. Nobody wants to have babies. I don't, I don't understand it, but they love it. Uh, so yeah, pin at night. I do agree with you. Seattle is going to be good in a couple years. You're right. A lot of people are high on this team. I, they're so young. I think last year was more of an anomaly. Then, but but a precursor to what we might see two or three years from now. Um, thoughts on this? I, from what I've seen, the the thing I got most excited about in that opening series was it kind of looks like Alex Bregman is back, right? It's the old Alex Bregman. It's the swag Alex Bregman. Uh, did you get that vibe? Do you are, is that crucial for this team going forward that he's back? A hundred percent. And uh, we were fortunate to hang out with him this off season and. And get to know him, and obviously with talking, hanging out with him, he's he's just a guy being a dude when when you're with him. And he said he was healthy, and it wasn't you know coach speak, it wasn't just media speak. He was like, I'm legitimate, I'm legitimately back, and so I'm excited for that because a lot of teams, when you lose a superstar, what Carlos Correa was, that's a hard vacuum to kind of fill. And we kind of had that with Cole, we had that with Springer, now we have with Correa, but we just keep plugging and playing guys in. And that's Bregman this year. And I think Tucker and Jordan after that are superstars in their own right. So um, I'm excited. He's he's taking really, really good at-bats. He looks strong. I think that's a big thing, right? We saw it just uh, – his exit velocity was off. He, he had that wrist injury. And so to see him start spraying the ball all, all over the place, I'm ecstatic. I think he could get MVP votes again. People forget he legitimately lost an MVP to Mike Trout, the, one of the greatest baseball players of all time. All time. Yeah, he's that so, good. And um, he's got to have that swag, right? So it's good to hear you say that. And you know what? Even better, Des, it's good to kind of hear him acknowledge it, right? Like you, like you said, he's like, yeah. I'm back, meaning he knows last year that was not the Alex Bregman that we knew uh, previous to this. Do you think it was the injuries? Do you think it was the cheating scandal and the reaction? Was it a little bit of both? Like what? why was it that Alex Bregman wasn't the cocky, uh, Alex Bregman of the past that 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 has served him well. Yeah, I think it was the injuries. I mean, it's hard to be cocky and, and flamboyant, and, and if you bat two twenty, you're just an asshole, right? So I, I think that that hamstring and quad injury was lingering. Uh, then the wrist injury, and, and then you just start kind of compensating for in your swing to kind of get around all that. And so um, I think just having actually. I think maybe the lockout was a blessing in disguise a bit for some of these guys to, to get their legs back underneath them. And also a lot of people don't realize like the Astros for the last five years have played more games than anyone, right? We go into a long, long stretch and then a quick turnaround of spring training. That's, that's yeah. heavy. So maybe the lockout actually helped the Astros a bit. We get their legs back and, and get their footing. Right. And uh, other than, you know, Yuli having sex nine months ago and missing the first week of the season, you know, we're, we're going to be all right. That's the thing. Uh, always when teams have the pit is lit and the beer is flowing. That's dope, dude. Keep going. Um, that's, that's a great point about the, how much, how many games they've played, the injuries and everything else. But I can't help, but I, and maybe this is just, you know, me being a hot take guy, but you feel like last year that team kind of shrunk once they had to be in front of fans and got booed so much. And it wasn't the same Alex Bregman. It wasn't the same Altuve. A lot of these guys didn't have the same attitude. And that's why I think Carlos Correa stepping up and being such a leader and, and 
So I was worried about this team this year because they're still going to get booed. You saw it in the Angels series. They're still going to get made fun of and talked about and no Correa to stand there and take it. That's why I see it. Alex Bregman doing the, the Conor McGregor walk after the first home run was like, oh, thank God. I hope that he can be that guy and pick up that torch. Is he one of those guys? Does Bregman want to be that? You know him well. Does he want to be that out front, not just on the field guy? We know Bregman is a baseball nerd, right? He's just, he's, he's a, he's a cage junkie. He's a, he's a baseball junkie. Does he want to be that, that, that out front media guy? And if not, who will be for this team? Yeah, I I think I don't know if he personally wants to be like that villain that Carlos Correa just was kind of anointed to be. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be Alex Bregman, and and that's that's fine by me. I think that's a a superstar that's going to let you know he's a superstar, um, but also at a level where it's like okay, it's not uh, something that's going to get all everyone all ruffled with their feathers with the unwritten rules, right? Because we keep seeing that week after week, but. I just think he's gonna be Alex Bregman at the end of the day. I think the guy that could just be the the firecracker wildcards Siri. I think that mm. guy is just amazing. Anytime he's on the field, he's just a, a shot in the arm. I, I just think with him and Chaz in the platoon, I love. I think both are thriving. I think competition's great. Uh, I think it pushes them to be locked in and to go. But when Jose Siri is out there, it's just it's just chaos in this in this vacuum, and I love it as a baseball fan. Oh, we just lost you. Your mic just died. Your mic just, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Your mic just cut. Like, uh, we got nothing. So I don't, I don't know what happened. Can you guys hear him? Oh, I see like, uh, I see it registering the levels. Tap on your mic for me real quick, Des. Yeah, I'm not getting any levels now. Oh, yeah, it's barely registering. What the heck? That's super weird. Now that has never happened before where uh, the mic is just cut out in the middle. Oh, let me refresh it. Hold on. Let me, uh, cameras. Yeah. Let me turn this off. Turn it back on. Mm -mm. If it's a battery mic, that might be it. I don't know. All right. Um, while, while Des is getting that fixed, I'll hear you, buddy. Just keep talking or tapping. Um, so, uh, and look, Dez's point about Siri is great. And truck driver Pookie said, Siri is starting make uh Siri is starting making me forget who Springer is, and Springer was my favorite player. That's the, the Siri's a wild card. And Des mentioned he likes the platoon situation in center field. I'm kind of the of the opposite, right? Like I, I don't mind a platoon to get started, but I want somebody to have that position. I want somebody to own. It's almost like a bullpen by committee or running back by committee in the NFL. Never has it been truly effective when you see a bullpen by committee. There we go. There we go. You're back, Des. Yeah. We're good? Yeah, we're good. Never has. I I don't think bullpen by committee has ever been effective. Running back by committee has ever been effective. I'm not a fan of uh, center field by committee. Des, you like it. I would just rather see one of these guys win the position or Dusty just pick a guy going into May or something like that because I don't want to see these guys, you know, not knowing week to week whether they're going to be starting or not. I, I don't think that's good for anybody. Oh, lost you again. What the heck is happening? There, I heard it. I heard it. I think we got it back. We'll get it back. All right. We're going to let him figure that out. Uh, but that's just my opinion. We'll see what Dez says. 
Uh, so I've saved a few of y'all's cues here uh, or questions in the queue. Let's see here. Well, I'll save these for for Dez. I, I want him to be able to. Uh, I hear him now. Yeah, we'll we'll hit, we'll get him back in. I do like the. Oh, dude, listen. The energy that Siri brings, it's infectious, right? It's He's got a little bit of swag to him. And they were talking about, on one of the opening day uh, broadcasts, they were talking about the fact that, you know, he's he's got, he's that guy that uh, y- you, can't, you can't help but like his swagger. You may not like him because he's a little too cocky, but you really like and appreciate the swagger that Siri brings. And he's not one of those dudes that, is getting rattled by the moment. And then on the broadcast, they said, this guy's legitimate. Like, this guy is an actual baller. Yes. So, yep, got you, buddy. Cool, cool, cool. Up-and-coming media company is a more appropriate <laughs> term because we can't figure out basic wires. We just can't. We can't do it. Yeah. What is Maybe a- what, what's a tier below up-and-coming because that's where we are. <laughs> <laughs> there's no worry about it what uh is it is it like a piece of equipment that keeps going off or what the fuck happened yeah we have, we have these that. uh I'll, yeah we're i'll just mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we have this camera we have three we have three we've gone through three so far so okay i don't know now we're just hopefully the third one works mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all good man we're doing actually we're doing a platoon with the with the uh the center field with the mics that's what we're doing we one have a lefty now we have our lefty siri. specialist yeah one carry yes. one camera siri one camera is Chaz. one camera is whatever uh all right so finish your thoughts on siri you you like to do you like the platoon situation uh i disagree with you on that i, I want dusty to pick a guy and i'll be honest with you after after getting a little taste of both we saw Chaz quite a bit last year uh what was the other dude's name that that the other uh Myers. Uh, who? Yeah, Myers. Jake Jake Myers. Yeah. yeah, Jake Myers. That was that was fun to watch. You thought okay, but I mean, after seeing Siri early and the confidence that he has, he's built, dude. He reminds me of a and it center field is not the same position, but he's got that same body type of a of a of a Carlos Correa, of uh, um, Alex. Uh, not Bray, but what? Why can't I think of his Alex Rodriguez? I mean, he's got that big build, right? And you're like, oh, this dude's definitely uh, uh an athlete. This dude is. I like it. I like the swag. I like everything else. I don't think you need to have him lead off. I don't think you need to have him be a main bat in that lineup, but his defense is great. Uh, yeah. His you know, well, his confidence is through the roof. That for sure. His confidence is is definitely through the roof. Yeah. Uh, I I I like it because it keeps him engaged. And when I played college ball, one of my one of my years, my sophomore year, I was part of a platoon and I hated it as a ball player. But I have never been more engaged in a whole season in my entire life because really? you don't know when your number's called. You don't know when your number's called. Um, you know when your starts are coming, when you're looking at the schedule, you're looking at the starters. But other than that, you may be a late inning bat. In serious case, late inning speed, um, that's game-changing. That's just another weapon. And vice versa, Chaz as well. Chaz could be coming off the bench and in a big at-bat, and it'll be his spot and his moment. So um, – for where they are in their careers, I'm okay with it because they're both young rookie scale on on MLB experience. So mm. you're kind of not giving them the full reins, but you're keeping them locked in in a sort of manner that um, may help them in the long run. Do you think though? Okay, so here's the thing. Do you think Chaz McCormick is the guy? Because he, last year, you know, it, he ends up being in a platoon with Jake Myers because of injuries and whatnot. But when he comes back and they're both healthy, he's not given the reins of center field again, right? Now, yeah, you got rid of Miles Straw because you knew, hey, we got two guys plus Siri 
uh, that, that could possibly take over and win this position. But I don't think Chaz did anything to stand out above and beyond Jake Myers or Siri based on what we've seen from Siri so far. So if that's the case, you see the dynamics of Siri. I, I just to me, it seems like you go, okay, Chaz, look, you're our fourth outfielder, but we got to run with Siri right now because this dude just has all the tools if he can put it all together. And maybe yeah, I'm crazy. Uh, I maybe think I'm crazy. I think I think it's Jake Myers' center field spot. Uh, I've talked to a lot of people in the front office, a lot of people that are um, plugged in, and it, it's his role. Uh, Jake coming Myers, off a torn really? labrum, yeah, coming off a torn labrum oh. is gonna suck because it's. I think that's getting a torn labrum is worse than Tommy John these days because it's just a very hard um, way to to bounce back and get back to where you were. But if Jake Myers is where he was before his injury. I think it's his spot. Uh, I think that guy is just a ball player through and through. I think he's a guy that could be a potential all-star. Uh, I think he just rakes. Um, Jose Sirius, on the other hand, he's just this wild card, and you need wild cards on your team. Uh, you, you see it year in, year out. Teams that make these runs, they have a wild card guy and a guy that can get hot, flip a series. And, and I think that's what Jose Sirius' ceiling is. Um, so I, I'm excited. I, I think two years ago when Springer walked, right, we were talking about our cupboard is barren. Who's going to be outfielder? So now we have three guys that are getting major league at bats, week game to game, week to week. So uh, the future's bright, and, and if one of them stands out, you put a guy in a package with another one, and you go get uh, your version of Garrett Cole, Grinky, or Verlander again, and we just keep the party going. It's so, a good thing because uh, you know you've got. I, I by the way, I don't like Jordan in left field. I never need to see that dude play left field ever again. I mean, for, for goodness sakes, if, if it's not going to be Brantley, uh, and Brantley, might, you know, long-term, obviously not going to be around, but I, I I would much rather see an outfield of somebody in left, either Siri or or Chaz or Jake, whoever doesn't win the center field spot, and whoever wins this, and then the third guy is just the fourth outfielder in that platoon. That's good with me, too. You, know, you talked about using them as trade bait. Uh, I like that idea also, go out and get you another ace, because I wanted to transition into this discussion. So far, the rotation has looked good. Fromber had a good outing and a not-so-good outing. He was wild, but but still typical Fromber, wild but effective. Uh, Lance McCullers Jr., not able to go. Expected back when? May-ish? I would I would fair on the other side of June. I mean, okay. I would hold him out to all-star break if, if that was me. I would just ramp him up, make him go what a full spring training is. Don't rush him back. We have, right now, knock on with plenty of arms to hold serve. And just get him geared up and, and spun up for that second half of the season. Yeah. So the so the question becomes: Do you feel like this rotation is good enough, or do you need to trade or put together a trade package for uh, a, a number two in this rotation? Because you can't count on Lance to stay healthy, and you don't know what he's going to be like when he does come back. Yeah, I think it's it's a twofold thing. If Lance comes back and he is Lance, that's like going out and getting someone, right? Like if we went out and got a trade, our version of Justin Verlander. Uh, but two, if he's not, then yeah, we probably have to get an arm. I, I don't, we saw it last year. Lance was the only arm that could go deep into a series. Luis couldn't, Jose couldn't, Framber did once against Boston, but he was kind of up and down. Um, and then JV, a JV looks really good right now, but what's it going to be like a full year of, of starts and pitching at 39 years old coming off Tommy John? Mm-hmm. Um, I think our R&D department and, and Clint could read, hopefully they can read the room and, and see if they need to go get an arm. Um, but right now, I think 
they have the depth to win the West. I, to go back to a World Series, you need a lot of luck, but the floor should always be we're playing for a pennant. And I think they'll have to make a decision come June, barring, you know, Lance's recovery where, where Verlander is, where all the other guys are to see they're make another move for another arm. That's that's the thing to me, the wild card is is Lance and the rotation. Because if you look at their rotation with Lance, you know, it might be a top five, top six rotation in 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 the in, in Major League Baseball, not just even in, in the uh in the AL. Like that's a it's a damn good rotation when you go Verlander and then McCullers and then Frommer and then Urquidy or Garcia, whoever you want to flip flop three or four and five or whatever. That's it's really good. It's not great, it's not the best, it's not the White Sox, right? It's not it's not the Dodgers. Uh, but it's certainly up there and it can certainly compete. Um, but the wild card is McCullers' health and the fact that JV's coming off. So I'm with you. If you've got a if you've got excess in the outfield and you're and you understand, and that's the thing that Astros fans I don't think appreciate enough about this team is you understand that there's a finite window to win the World Series left in this team, right? There's a core group of aging vets, and that's Verlander, that's Altuve, that's uh, you know, not necessarily Brantley, but not necessarily McCullers, but there's a finite window to get these guys another World Series. But you look at it, there's those middle of the road vets like Bregman and McCullers, and then you got the young cats coming up. So you got to manage this appropriately, not mortgage the future, but you also need to be in win now mode, and that's a tricky situation, uh, but a great situation to be in for this kind of for this ball club. So it's gonna be interesting to see what moves they make. Um. Let oh yeah, Yuli is another good one, a win now guy. Yuli's not going to be. That's another one to include in that that aging four guys. Uh, let's talk a little bit about. I want to get your predictions for the rest of the season because we talked a little bit about the White Sox and the Mariners and and the AL and uh, how do you see this season shaping out? Give me your give me your AL Championship Series matchup, your NL Championship Series matchup, and then your World Series matchup. Who you got? I think all roads lead to Houston versus Toronto. Um, I had no disrespect to the White Sox or Rays or Red Sox. I just think the Blue Jays are a problem. Um, I don't know if their pitching is there quite yet, but in a five-game series, I don't want to play them at all. Mm-hmm. A seven-gamer, maybe we can we can you know bang some heads and, and go the offensive way if our pitching is not there. Uh, but I just think all roads lead to that matchup. Um, and then on the NL side, it's hard to it's hard to not put the Dodgers there, right? That's so uh, they're best just, team of baseball. I mean, as much as you hate to admit it as an Astros fan, they're the best team of baseball, hands down. Yeah. Hands and that's down. without Cody and, Bellinger being able to hit his way out of a fucking wet paper bag. Yeah. This the guy that uh chirped a lot and then all of a sudden all these uh, technology <laughs> stuff gets taken away, he can't hit anymore. So that's kinda weird. Yeah. But uh interesting. It's it's uh their team's like a creative team that you had in, when you were growing up playing whatever baseball game. Like, I'm going to pick four or five all-stars and put them on my favorite team. Like, yeah. it's, it's dumb. So, I see I see them winning the NL, and then, uh, shoot, it may just be a, a 2017 Redux, and, and we run it back Astros-Dodgers. And that would be a whole hell of a lot of fun. Oh, man. That would be good times, but I feel like the Astros don't have the firepower. Uh, Dodgers are just by far the best team in baseball. I'm not going to lie to you. As, as big of an Astros fan as I am, I try to be objective as a media guy. And, uh, boy, I would really love to see Dodgers Blue Jays or Dodgers White Sox. I think those two rotations, along with the lineups, uh, because I, I I just I fear this Astros rotation after, after uh, JV and Lance. I, I don't know. Frombers can be great, but he's so wishy-washy. And then 
I mean, Urquidy and Garcia as fours and fives are good, but boy, the other two rotations and lineups and everything else. I think that would be fun. It's not great as an Astros fan, but I think that would be a interesting World Series to see. So who do you have uh, at winning this? Did you say? Did you did you pick a winner of that World Series? That Dodgers Astros. I'm, I'm just gonna, I know you don't want to alienate your line. fan base, Des, but <laughs> you gotta be the party honest. Line. I'm gonna tote the party no! line and say the Astros. Boo! Look, look. The Dodgers, the Dodgers sending out Kershaw as their fourth, and what? him going out having a perfect game through seven, getting yeah. pulled like that's pretty deep. That's pretty, pretty disgusting. Pretty disgusting. Um, but then again, I mean, there's a though there will be more pressure on the Dodgers in a Dodgers Astros World Series than the Astros for sure, and I kind of like that. Yeah, the Astros the last two seasons or the last two World Series against the Braves and Nationals. All the pressure on the world was on, on them, right? They they couldn't win a game at home in, in 19 with one of the greatest teams of all time. And then the Braves were just hotter than heck. So I, I like a series where we're not the favorite. Right. Because then it's, why not us? Uh, you have that mantra. So I'm going to tote the party line, say the Astros, but. Dodgers are really, really this is It's okay to be wrong, Des. It's okay to be wrong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about that Kershaw uh, seven-inning outing, right? He comes in uh, fresh off of tons of elbow issues over the last year. They're not sure what to expect. He takes the mound and, oh, you know, no big deal. Just perfect through seven. But there's a conversation going into the seventh inning with Dave Roberts that he has about uh, should he continue? And they end up, after 80 pitches, uh, he completes the seventh inning. Dave Roberts pulls him, puts in the bullpen. They give up a hit, but they still win the game. The game was never in doubt. But obviously the big question and the big uh, conversation today is, do you leave him in or not? Yeah, 100%. I, I have – look, I get it. Maybe if it was 95-106. Guy, guy didn't break a sweat. 13 punch outs, seven innings, 80 – that's like that's, that's almost – Maddox levels of efficiency and he's doing something that never happens in the game as as baseball is going in this route of you know what can go viral what can do to bring the young fans in there's a reason why cornholes on espn and not not baseball (laughs) because you have opportunities like this to showcase a rare feat this is like watching a, a, a a the first spacewalk like and you pull them how many per- and you, like, I, I think it was Josh Beard on here on Twitch or, or he was having a conversation with uh Kyle King. I think I think Josh said there's been like 13 perfect games in MLB history. Let's see. MLB I think it's like 20 I think it's like 22 24. MLB perfect But even games. then in the history of the sport, that's the craziest part. Yeah. There's not and, been and, that and the, many. And the thing is this, just go batter to batter. Have your bullpen up, double barrel action. Let him go batter to batter. And if an inning gets squirrely and he gets out of it, but he threw 30 pitches that inning, okay, I get it. Yeah. But at least give him the opportunity to go batter to batter and see if he can do it. I think he was averaging 11.6, whatever the math is, pitches an inning. So that, but that would put him at, okay, so, so yeah, 23 official perfect games in Major League history. That would have been the 24th had he stayed in. But let me ask you this. Let's think about this from a, a, a realistic Long, you, you hear all the time, baseball's a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's a long season. They're going to need Kershaw's arm uh, if they're, if, you know, to, to be the Dodgers that we all expect them to be. 
If he throws no no pitcher other than I want to say uh, was it Robbie Ray might have been the only dude that threw close to a hundred pitches on in their first start of the season, and he, that would have put Kershaw, who missed June through September last year with elbow inflammation and issues. I, I'm I yeah because for me and he said it and somebody tweeted it but we greater than me and he said look this was a decision about winning a world series winning a title and me versus me getting a perfect game yeah it would have been cool and great but that's not what i'm about that's not what this team is about and that's not what the goal for this season is so that didn't matter to me and i think from what i read or what i saw him and dave roberts had that conversation of look seventh inning my, my pitch limit is 85. Just coming off this injury and everything else and a shortened spring training, my, my pitch count is 85. So if I hit 85 in the seventh, come get me. If I get out of the seventh less than 85, great. Uh, I respect that, and I appreciate that because you know what is crazy? I guarantee you at the end of the season, if, if you could go back and give different scenarios. If scenario one was Clayton Kershaw pitches a perfect game in his first outing in 2022, but then has elbow troubles, misses the majority of the season, and the Dodgers finish second in the West and have an uphill battle in the playoffs, or you pull him in the seventh and you're almost just cru- on cruise control the rest of the year, no struggles, no wasting of the bullpen or the arms because he stays healthy. And you and you just write you know write a check to the World Series. Now they might choose perfect game end of the season. Everybody's picking that World Series. I think it was the right move. Yeah, it, was, for sure. it was a smart move. But also, I think about it as this as well. Uh, obviously, as a fan base and, and that organization has to think about October. But if Kershaw, who has been kind of damaged goods on this back end of his career, all these injuries flaring up, mm-hmm. that's almost inevitable, right? I. You, I, I see. A, I don't see a stretch of him playing this entire season clean. He's going to have something flare up. Good point. So you're are you protecting him now to hurt him later in a situation? I, I would just like to see the battered batter see if he goes and gets it, because I think if he gets that perfect game on his resume, you're making a case that he's the greatest lefty to ever pitch in Major League Baseball. Because you have point. his resume right now, and then you throw a That's perfect a game point. on top of that. Especially if he goes out, he finished it with what? 80 pitches exactly, right? He got out of the seventh at 80 pitches. What if he goes out, first pitch, ground ball, right? Now he's at 81 pitches and he's five outs away. And you're like, oh, shit, right? Now, you know those vets on the other side, they're going to start working counts. They're going to start taking pitches. They realize what's going on, too. Uh, But, boy, that would have been interesting. I kind of like the idea. I think you found the middle ground, right? guy like me is like, Man, take him out. A World Series means way more than a perfect game, in my opinion. But a lot of the fans, and like you said, baseball needed it. But if I'm the Dodgers, if I'm Roberts, and if I'm Kershaw, I don't give a shit. Mike Trout had yeah. years to make baseball relevant to young kids. Fuck y'all. I'm not running my elbow 100%. for you bitches, right? But 100%. there's that middle ground. Okay. And I think that's the solution. Let's just go batter to batter. Fuck 85. How you feeling? And how you dealing? Let's just go out there and see what yep. happens. You know, now if yep. he hits 95 pitches facing the first batter in the eighth, come on, fam. You're, you, you, yeah. you're done. Let's yeah. go. Exactly. So that's a great that's a great point, though. I, I like that middle ground. Dude, this was outstanding. I'm glad we got it figured out. Uh, I'm excited about yes. doing this every single week, Thursdays, 3 o'clock right here on Barry on Deck. Uh, Apollo Dez is going to be joining me from Apollo Media. How can they follow you? How can they check out Apollo Media? And what do you guys have coming up? You got anything you want to plug or anything interesting they need to be on the lookout for? 
Yeah, um, you can follow us at, at Apollo HOU. I'm at Twitter, Apollo Des One, Apollo HOU across all socials. But um, I'm waiting for Kobo to confirm, but I'm going to say it. We're going to be there opening day at his spot. Pre-game. Nice. Um, we'll be there um, pretty much all afternoon, getting a nice little little buzz on before we walk over to Minute Maid Park. So uh, <laughs> pump for that, pump for the season, pump to be on the show and hanging out with all, all you guys. And uh, hopefully we have uh, some great baseball to talk to uh, week to week. No doubt we will, man. You guys, that is Apollo Dez. Dez, I'm so glad you said yes, man. I'm looking forward to this every single week for the rest of the baseball season, man. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you next Thursday. Have a great weekend. Get you some rest. I know you were traveling. Guys, make sure you go follow him at Apollo Dez 1 on Twitter. That was Dez from Apollo Media, and that is our uh, baseball segment with him. I'm, I'm looking forward to that every single week. He knows his shit, uh, and he's a great dude, and they're, uh, they're a great company in, in Houston-based, but we'll talk all things baseball. Now, it is 4 o'clock. As I promised you guys and told you guys at the beginning of the show, this show is normally from 2 to 4 o'clock every single day. Well, Monday through Thursday. Friday's 11 to 1. And normally we do a three-hour Thursday. Can't do that today. Got to get to Vider, Texas for a comedy show. But we're going to roll till 4.30. So in the meantime, normally when we do hour number three, I uh, we sit on the corner and do some dope. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to sit on some corner and do some dope at 4 o'clock. I'm going to go pee, get me another Diet Coke, knock over all my shit. You guys are going to do some dope. Then we're going to come back and do another 30 minutes of the program. So do not go anywhere. We're back right after this short, quick, fast break. This is Barry on deck. I'm your host, Barry Laminex. Stick around. we got 30 more minutes of fun to have, including a film session of a fight. You don't want to miss it. Stick around. This is Barry on deck. I'll be right back. I got your bitch. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Corner corner doing dope. They are to be ashamed.
Son of a bitch! Did it again. Welcome back. Hour number two and a half of the program. We'll just start over. We'll just pretend that didn't happen. Here, we'll just do this. Hey, welcome back to hour number two and a half. Shut up. I got it. Hey, y'all. I mute it because I don't want you guys hearing me like walking around. If I got a fart during the break, I'm like, I mean, you'll know if I fart. You won't hear it, but I'll be like, karma's a bitch. Yeah. First Dez. I didn't make fun of Dez for having problems. I didn't. Why would that be karma, Fidel? Oh, you shut your whore mouth up, Fidel. Oh, heckling, falling down ass. Talk to me about karma. How dare you talk to me about karma? Oh, no, you dare. Anyways, thanks to Dez for joining me. Uh, good times. Uh, I'm looking forward to that every single week. It's going to be fun. Now you're going to have to pay the editor lady $1 million to edit that out. First of all, the editor lady, shut up, Jared. She was too much. I didn't go with her. I just do the shit myself now. Finally headed home. Left the job on two wheels. Jamming dope. Let's go, Joe Pro. So, Joe Pro, you missed it. No third hour today, buddy. I got to drive out to Vider, Texas for a comedy show. No, Virginia Buttonweed, you're not first. Uh, I got to drive out there for a comedy show. So no third hour today. We're just going to rock until 4.30 right here on the Twitches. And then, uh, yeah, and then we'll, uh, we'll call it a day. So um, I have a film session for you, though. I uh, We're going to get to it. By the way, again, one more time, let me reset everything. Top of the hour. Thank you to Apollo Dez for joining the program. Looking forward to that every single week right here on Thursdays at 3.15. Also want to say thank you guys for the hype train. You guys are amazing. And that was badass. That was like the best hype train we've ever had. I think it was a lot of fun. Also happy birthday to Jared Taylor, Jared, uh, you're a gentleman and a scholar and I love you, buddy. Thank you for being a part of this community and so supportive. Uh, you're, what does it say? You're, uh, you'll be close to camp Joe pro. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, Tony said, is there a show tomorrow? Absolutely. Why wouldn't there be a show? Oh, just because it's good Friday. I don't know. Jesus. So we're good. Yeah, we're going to do a show 11 to 1, as always. Going to go in and um, get the uh, get the TV show taped at 3 o'clock. So, yes, we are on from 11 to 1 tomorrow, as of right now. As of right now. Now, things can change. Things could happen. They might change the, the, the taping schedule because it is a holiday. I don't know yet. But, yes, 11 a.m. tomorrow will be the start time, Tony. So I hope to see your handsome, beautiful beard there. Uh, Joe Bro said, fair enough. Over under a complete sets of teeth at the Vider show. I set it at six and a half. Interestingly, I think you could get actually six and a half sets of teeth. I think there will at least be one half set of teeth. CZ said, hold on a second. You told my mama that you knew Jesus. No, I'm saying like, I don't, I mean, I, what? Okay. Let's bow our heads. Dear Lord. Please ask Cece's mom for forgiveness for I said words that I should not have said. Barry, you brought this community together and we thank you. Man, I thank you guys. Y'all, I, I feel like y'all brought us together because you said to go, I thought I turned the on air on. I guess not. Does that mean we're not on air anymore? What the hell? Touch it. Uh, but I appreciate you guys so much, Jared. You guys, you really have no idea. My company doesn't know 
Jesus either. Bunch of heathens. Oh, you got to work on Friday? That sucks. That sucks. Uh, yeah, mine too. My boss, she's so fucking mean. Jen's so mean. All right, let's get to our, our uh, we have a film session to get to, guys. Let's do it. And now it's time for a film session. All right, couple, oh, what the hell? No, stop it. All right, we got a couple of different film sessions. Oh, you have to work too, Donald? That sucks. Sometimes, Jen, I just test you to see if you're paying attention. Uh, DJ Maddie said, what time does the show Inviter start tonight? Sometimes Alan drives like an old lady. It's at 8 o'clock. Doors at 7. Call time for comics is 7.30. Showtime is at 8. Now, I will warn you, DJ Maddie, I want to meet you, uh, pat you on the butt, give you a hug, you know, all that. Uh, but I don't usually hang out prior to the show. That's me getting into, uh, I got to go to work. So that's, but afterwards I would love to meet you, shake your hand and say hello. And, and thank you for the support. Uh, so we'll hang out a little bit afterwards, but this is a long ass drive for me. And I've got an 11 AM start. Plus I still have to come home and write the script for the TV show. So I'm not, I cannot hang out forever after the show. I just want to warn you. I feel bad when I don't, but I got to get the fuck out. So, um, Cece's mom says we need to find her a man, Barry. We, I, I think that's Cece's decision. I think that's totally up to Cece whether we find her a man or not. <laughs> Cece says Cece's mom needs to mind her damn business. I agree. I agree. Uh, Jared has a good rule of thumb for DJ Maddie at the comedy show tonight inviter. Hey, pro tip DJ Maddie, don't get shit housed and fall over a bunch of chairs. Yeah. Also don't walk up to me while I'm on stage telling jokes and heckle Isn't that right. Fidel. All right, Amos, you Amos said, I, I know Jesus. He cuts my lawn every time. You, that's so racist. Uh, I work for my father who is a diehard Christian. Guess who gets to work tomorrow? <laughs> that sucks, dude. That that absolutely sucks. Uh, let's see. Bear gives good butt pats after shows. Don't miss it. Shut up. Thump you in the balls. Uh, are we doing a decade Easter egg hunt in Barry's backyard? Hell no. Hell no. I'm going to go to my dad's for uh, Easter Sunday. This is a, like my parents don't think I can cook. My, 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 my dad, especially. Especially, I should say. Uh, because whenever we do a family get together. Damn. Beer Man Greg said I sell insurance. So I work 24 seven. That sucks. That sucks. Uh, no, that wasn't your evil twin. That was you, Fidel. So my parent, every time I do uh, a Christmas, Thanksgiving, whatever, well, especially with my dad, my parents are divorced, but with my dad, I'd be like, hey, pop, uh, I'm going to come over for Easter on Sunday. Let me know what to bring. And they're like, okay, so let me, let me, let me just read you this shit. Okay. Let me just, this is God's honest truth. Text from my dad to his kids about the food to bring. Laura, 
That's my half sister. That's my younger half sister. My my older sister can't make it. She's a whore. Uh, Laura, can you bring mashed potatoes enough for five people? Barry, can you bring salad? Like, bro, you don't even trust me to make mashed potatoes. You just, you know, I'm gonna buy like three big bags of salad and dump it in a bowl and call it a day. Like, why are you? Why? They do that shit all the time. But, but I will say this: like, Nora makes beans. Kind of like you ever go to a loopy tortilla and have the 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 beans with the chips before your meal. Like that's she makes those. They're not barracho. What kind of beans are those? I don't know. Whatever. You, you, you know, she makes great beans like that. And so for a long time, my dad would be like, have Nora make beans. I'm like, bro, I'm not fucking hauling these beans across the city in my car anymore. One time I slammed on my brakes, fucking beans went all over the floorboard. It smelled like a goddamn Mexican food restaurant for six months in my car. I'm not doing that. So he'll, he dumbs it down a little bit. He'll be like, bring some salad. Y'all want to know what he does to my sister? Cause she fucks up everything she cooks. My older sister. He'll be like, Hey Angie, can you bring ice? So at least, at least, at least. I'm not bring ice kid. That would be disrespect. It's already disrespectful as fuck that I got to bring a bag of salad. Oh, it is Baracho. Okay. It's already disrespectful that he's like, can you just bring salad? And then he lets my sit, my little sister cook. Although spoiler alert, her husband makes the mashed potatoes. That bitch ain't fooling me. I'm, not, I'm on to you, Laura. If that is your real name. Think you're adopted anyways. All right, let's do this film session. I don't ran the goddamn film. Uh, I have several videos for you, so let's watch a couple of them. This was last night in an NBA game. And that, that young man right there, oh, well, Bridges. that is not the Bridges. He threw his hey, pal, that's some... not okay. That's not okay, sir. I don't know if you saw it, but basically what he did was he walked off stage. The guy in the yellow hat was angry. The guy in the yellow hat was mad, talking shit. So he threw his mouthpiece at him, but he missed and hit that young lady on the far left of the screen in the red sweater, hit her with the mouthpiece. Now, that's not a film session that we're breaking down, but these are just several films. And I was like, yo, that's kind of shitty. One, I mean, at least it was a mouthpiece. It wasn't anything that was going to hurt anybody if you hit them with it. However, that's super fucking gross. Don't throw your spit-laden, nasty, in-your-mouth mouthpiece at somebody. That's like throwing your underwear or your socks at them. That's disgusting. Actually, don't throw anything, but, dude, that's gross. If you hit me with your dirty, funky, nasty, gingivitis mouthpiece, I'm going to fall down. I need restitution. I need prostitution. I need all the oceans. I need, I need oceans. I need money. I need to be paid. That's gross. But he did apologize. He's like, that was out of character. That guy made me mad. I didn't mean to hit that young lady. I hope somebody finds her and introduces me so I can make it right. I wonder if he would say that same thing if he had hit that dude in the face. If he had hit old yellow hat in the face. I just wonder. Oh, uh, Bridges. He would have said right here. Bitch. One of the candidates. He oh, fan like, giving hey, him man, some... And I love that this dude in the yellow, you can tell for sure his stupid ass is hamming it up. Right, like watch him, watch him after after she gets one of the candidates. Look at me, everybody! Look at me! I don't get enough attention at home. My wife doesn't like me, and I have a small dick, so I need to yell at people as they walk off the court and get attention. 
Fortunately for us, no one's talking about this fucking clown. It's all about Bridges and the chick that got hit. Uh-oh, Podbean crashed? Oh, I think there's a two-hour um, time limit, maybe. I don't know. Well, I'll just go ahead and end it. I guess there's no Podbean for the rest of this. Come on over, fam. Come on over. You had to watch it on Twitch then, Chris. Like the rest of us. So that was kind of shitty. That was one thing. Uh, the other one was, uh, now I'll probably get a copyright strike for this, but this is fucking hilarious. This was a home run call in the Yankees game, and then we're going to get to the fight in high school. But I wanted to show you guys this because this was a home run call uh, for a Yankees game. What the hell is going on here? What, the, what happened to my... Um... Bro, this makes me so mad. I had a film sash all set up, all set up, and now it's gone. But I want y'all to hear this home run call. So this was, uh, here we go. This is Yankees Blue Jays. I think this was last night. And just listen to this dude because this Hicks. he gets Here's super excited about it. Swung on, there it goes. Deep left center. Can that you guys hear that? High. I don't think it you can hear it on far. It is gone. But at what? the wall, caught by Tapia. Boy, I thought that was gone. <laughs> Wait a second. There it goes. Deep left center. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone. I love it so much. This dude's like, that ball's gone. It's far. It is out. Shit. I love that he actually calls it a home run and this and then doesn't say my bad wasn't a home run. Listen. He doesn't Here's say like, oh, my bad. On, there it goes. Deep there it center. goes. That Deep ball left. Is high. It high. Is far. It but caught. At the wall. Wait a minute. You can say gone but caught. That's not how that shit works, dumbass Yankee announcer. Just admit you ch you got a little chub. Maybe you, you got a little pee came out. A little pre-cum. And you just got it a little excited. And you just said the wrong shit. I fucking love that it was the Yankees, too. That, the, if that happens to anybody other than the Yankees or the Dodgers, I probably don't even give a shit and show you guys. But the fact that him and all the goddamn Yankees fans got so excited, and then he had to be like, oh, man, I don't know what happened. I was just fucking... Listen. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone. But caught. Gone! Caught but caught. Tapia. What? Boy, I thought that was gone. Yeah, you did, so you dumb shit. Close. It can't be gone but caught. The wall to make the catch, and the Yankees come up. If it's gone but caught, then it wasn't gone. It was caught. You stupid ass Yankees announcer. In the words of the late great Bill Simmons, he's not dead. But as he said about Jalen Green, fuck that guy. Stupid ass announcer. Oh, that made me so happy to see that shit fail. Oh, God. It just <sighs> felt so good. Now, this is a high school. Um, this is a high school fight. And I'm going to try to fix this. Hold on. Where's my backgrounds at? I need to fix this so that I. Hold on. Let me. Where's the fight at? I can't find it now. Oh, there we go. Oh, that's the wrong one. What is this? We need a fuck that guy emote. We kind of do need a fuck that guy emote. That would be good. That's a good, that's a good idea, Jared. 
Maybe he had too much of the Yankees roids. Ah, that is their radio guy. He's like 4,000 year years old, Tristan said. That doesn't give him an excuse. You know, Milo was old as shit when he was doing that dumbass stuff. And I was still like, oh, Jesus, Milo, you're so embarrassing. Why are you doing this, Milo? So, no, he doesn't get a pass because he's old as shit. Why is this not? Where is this at? 90. Oh, my God. This thing is missing. Oh, I see what I've done here. I see what I have done here. Okay. Aha. I found it, guys. I found it. This should work now. All right. I think I have it. All right, so this is the actual legitimate film sesh that I wanted to do this with, but I had so much video I wanted to get through. Easy on the Milo the Great slander. Whoa, 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 whoa. Milo was great until he got old. Milo was great except for the last four or five years, and that was four or five years too long as a broadcaster for the Astros. All right, here is your film session of... All right, now I want you, this is a high school fight, okay? I don't condone fighting, not amongst high school kids, but this is this is, this is is what it is. And this is a high school fight amongst high school kids. So here we go. This guy is rushing him now. You see that he rushes him immediately with his hand cocked up under his armpit. That's not good technique, young man. Let's let it roll. Okay, what the hell? What? Oh, I caught him. What in the terrible bullying fuck was that? I feel like that they were trying to bully this kid. And this kid said, uh, no, bitch, I'm not having it. You can bum rush me. Look, obviously this dude has never fought in his life. He's a young cat. He goes for a body punch. Hands are down. More body punches. Nobody really wants to hit anybody in the face. And then old boy in the black is like, you know what? Fuck this kid. Bow, bitch. And right there, folks, that, that is the, that is the face of regret. <laughs> Chuck Diver Boogie says white magic pulling, pulling cards. No, that's the, that's the face of regret right there. This is a guy who was like, I thought I was going to go in there and bully him and, and all the, the football players would like me and think I was funny. And then he fucked around and punched me in the goddamn mouth. And that shit hurt. You can tell this dude's never been in a fight because once he got hit, he was like, ow, what happened? This is so great. Hey, you, body shot, body shot, body shot. Oh, oh yeah, you're a loser. I like how he wanted to make an L with his other hand, like a backwards L. Like, bro, this... <laughs> Walked away. You're not supposed to talk about band fight club. Nice, DJ Maddie. Very nice. <laughs> band fight club. Tristan said that kid in the black has big school shooter energy. Oh, damn, Tristan. Damn. Non-fight guy walked off talking shit. Got his ass whooped and walked off. I mean, not ass whooped, but as soon as he got hit, like, okay. So he throws that one weird ass body shot. Uh, and then we'll call him school shooter. And then school shooter's like, no, you didn't. Uh, I like that school shooter punched him in the titty too. That's a good body shot. Didn't even connect. 
But, bro, throw another one. Why do you throw one and then just stop and look? This is terrible technique, by the way. Are we not teaching high school kids how to fight anymore? So we get one body shot, one titty shot, and then, oh boy, school shooter's like, I've had enough of this bullshit. Your mama raised a bitch. Ah, he wanted to cry right there. You guys know. Listen, I was in a couple of fights in high school. Right here, this dude had a couple choices. Either cry and get made fun of. Or, or just just save face and call him a loser and then make backwards L's with the wrong you stupid big dumb big dumb dummy ah. that didn't end well I don't think that that went the way the guy thought it was going to go that bum rushed him I really don't and, and good for that dude for defending himself young man good for you you know they'll always tell you best way to defend yourself is against a bully you punch him right in the goddamn mouth. And that's it. I feel like there was definitely a, some bullying going on there by the dude in the gray. And he got what bullies deserve. Glad to see it. I'm not upset about that at all. That was an open hand bitch slap. He literally slapped him silly. <laughs> oh, it wasn't a... No. Was it open handed? I thought it was a fist. I mean, it might have been like a sissy fist. Where you're just like... Ah! You know, not like a not like a punch. Uh, maybe not like a, a Will Smith, but more like a, you bitch! I don't know. I don't know. Kid in the, in the gray still breastfeeds. <laughs> Damn, Tony. Okay, we're not going to start roasting high school kids, Tony. We'll talk about their fighting technique. For sure, we'll talk shit about their fighting technique. We're not going to roast high school kids. I will not allow it. Now, if you want to post your high school picture, Tony, we can roast that. Uh, what's up, last call? Literally about to end this program on 30 minutes past because there's no third hour today. Kids should have yelled out, keep my wife's name out your mouth. Uh, that wouldn't have been bad. That wouldn't have been bad. Demata said, Barry, be safe driving divider. Make sure you get video of tonight's show in case something happens. I do need to set it up. I have not been doing good recording my sets. I really do need to record them just because I need content for social media. But uh, yeah, last call said all poop. Exactly. You gonna show up. Besides, we should have been on off air anyways. Last call. We're only on from two to four. Showing up at four twenty-five, thinking there's a goddamn show going on. Hey, man, thanks for being here. Happy Easter to you as well, my friend. Thank you for showing up. There's our latest subscribers. Thank you to all of them. Thank you to the new follows, TS Stream and Red Hulk. Appreciate you. Guys, look at that. Thank you for the cheers. That's unbelievable. Jared Taylor on his birthday, no less. 5,000 bits. Unbelievable. You guys are amazing. I love you all so much. Thank you for the love and the support. Jared Taylor, buddy, I hope you have a fantastic birthday, my friend. Go get you some hand tonight, buddy. Guys, thank you for the hype train. Thank you for the fun. My my appreciation to Apollo Dez for joining me. Talking baseball. We're going to do it every single Thursday. As we stand right now, folks, there will be a show tomorrow at 11. But I will warn you. Shit gets sideways on me tonight and I can't finish the script. I may have to cancel tomorrow's show. And I don't want to. I don't want to because I'm still part of the Twitch Accelerator program. And I need to be streaming. So... Uh, if I just know if I do cancel it, shit got drastic. Until then, until I see you tomorrow at 11 a.m., enjoy your evening. Be safe out there. If you
get out and about. In fact, do me three favors. Be safe. Be kind. And most importantly, love each other. I will see you right back here tomorrow at 11 a.m. Stop wishing me happy Easter, you bitches. Y'all better be back tomorrow. I better not be doing a stream for like three people, goddammit. You hear me? You come back! Bye, guys. See y'all tomorrow. Who we rate? Who we rate? Who's on? Let's see. Who is it? MMA Marks playing EA Sports Forensic Tilt. Somebody in the Sports Accelerator program on I'm just going to pick a random name. Yeah, we're going to rate somebody. Literally just picking someone. Kira Megan. What does she do? F1 World and Song Trivia. Y'all want to do that? Y'all want to go raid Kira? Go raid Kira Megan Double X. Got 22 folks walking. She's Twitch Sports. Let's do it. Oh my God. We're going to raid her. You guys be nice. She's doing some sort of trivia shit. So go raid. Be nice. Follow. Show her some love. Uh, I will see you guys tomorrow. Here's the raid. It has started. Thank you guys. We'll see you next week. Or next week. We'll see you tomorrow. Enjoy the raid. 27. Let's get to 30. Come on. Raid her with 30. We got 49. 28. Come on. Two more. You say yes to the raid. Say yes to the dress. 29, come on, one more. Here we go. Bye, guys.